welcome to the Tuesdays show. My name's Ultra D. And I'm Jimmy C. How's everybody going? Alrighty, well, welcome to the show. By the way, the speculation as to why I'm late from P1 Sean actually is exactly accurate. People who are watching the Twitch stream will get that, but not on YouTube, so make sure you watch live. We're going to be talking about <laughs> Seth in Street Fighter V and the netcode stuff that I guess may be happening. We'll see what happens yeah, with that. I mean, it might even go live while we're doing the show and people will let us know. Very possible. Smash Summit, Anime Ascension, were events that happened. We'll recap those. We're going to talk about some 5-5 matchup topics. We'll talk about this other issue that's infesting the right side of the screen over there. And then <laughs> FGC News as well. Alright, cool, cool. Alright, well, again, Seth is out. Street Fighter V Champion Edition is officially out. I just want to say one thing. Why is it that whenever people hear jazz music, they automatically associate it with peanuts? It actually does sound like the peanuts. Like, it's like the only thing that jazz exists now is peanuts. Oh, is that the only I just form think that of the... song actually does sound like a peanut <laughs> song. Like it's not just that it's jazz. Yeah, it's like, is... definitely. That's that song. Right. You're singing the song that was just playing. No. I think you might be. All right, all right. Well, CE finally came out. Now, most of it's been accessible since 2019, basically. But the last bit of it was Seth coming out, and that has happened. Yes, and I really like Seth. Honestly, honestly, you know, we've said this many, many times. As soon as we found out that it was Seth in that trailer, everybody, us included, was like, oh, no, they actually did it. It's going right. to be Seth. Uh-huh. That character, nobody wanted that character. There are five people on Earth who cared about Seth enough to want that character back, and they did it. And I got to tell you, I think that I'm happier and we're happier than the people who actually liked SF yeah. Seth. <laughs> Look, here's the thing, and shout-outs to Hirobashi for the subscription. Uh, here's the thing, is that I, I Seth basically has nothing to do with the Street Fighter Four Seth. Okay, he sucks you in. Yeah, Tandon yeah. Engines, but you don't even need to have yeah. Tandon Engines. And then it's just he one has of the, the super that bounces you off the front of the screen only if you have V-Trigger 1. But outside of that... Like, outside of visual appearance, he has, like, nothing to do with... I don't even think he has a single normal move that came back. I don't think he has a single normal move that came back huh. from Street Fighter 4. Well, I guess I'm no expert in that, but I would say forward strong looks like standing strong. No, because standing strong, he just used to punch that. I have maybe close up strong. Oh, forward strong. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe. Anyway, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, for the most part, for sure, it looks oh, okay. jump so, strong as uh, yeah, an example. Yeah, high fight says jump, yeah, jump strong. Okay. <laughs> I mean, cer- certainly there's, there's a little bit there, but in general, the character is completely redone. Right. And, uh, yeah, as you said, I really enjoy it. I think the design from a... Not even talking about the gameplay yet, right? The looks of the character. So much better to me. <laughs> so much better to me than Seth from Street yeah. Fighter Four. You know, my thoughts about that game are that it was never very pretty. Some of the characters I thought were looked, looked great, certainly, but mm-hmm. I thought Seth was not among them. And in this game... Nostalgia Seth is kind of silly looking because it's small. So short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But the other versions of Seth are so cool. There's a Cassie Cage Seth. (laughs) 
Is that what you call it? Yeah, it's Cassie Cage Seth. Oh my god, that's hilarious. I didn't With the little the it. little jacket yeah, and the, the shades the and shades and the little, way, little uh, hair. Shout outs to, to Davis hilarious. for the subscription. Um dude yeah, I mean, not even just, like, aesthetic design-wise. I just love the moveset. I love the yeah. way the character plays. Yeah. I just think that everything the character does is so interesting. Like, the the whole... I mean, the fact that he mimics moves from games that have nothing to do with Street Fighter. Right. Like, the fact that they gave him Dimitri's moves. You know? And yeah. freaking... Well, I think it's Dio or one of the characters yeah. that, you know, the Hecaton share punch. Uh-huh. Like. They gave him like I. It's so funny. I was talking to Olaf, and Olaf would be the one person who would did the who would do this, right? And I was like, one of the moves could even come from Star Gladiators. Who knows? He's like, it doesn't. I saw a video. I watched a video of all of Star Gladiators' moves to see if I could see it, and I was like, what? That does make sense, though. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't find one. So okay, but, yeah. It's just, it's so crazy to me that, you know, they went to that degree to make this character, and it's so cool. Yeah, I, I really enjoy it. Um, the, oh, hello, hello, little kitty cat. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so, okay, so talk about the gameplay. The moves, by the way, yeah. by the way, someone suggested to me, because of the way Jasmine and Nathan jump on stream all the time like this, that I need to make cat butt emotes. Well. What do you think? You think... <laughs> I mean, I think that would fit along with our theme of, of, of the show. What? <laughs> Dang. Please don't. Okay. All right. That's hilarious. Uh, before talking about the gameplay, um, I've been going back and forth on whether to use he, him, and they, them. I'm not yeah. really sure which, which route to take on that, to be honest. In the story mode, it's either Ed or Falk who says they. Oh, really? Yeah. But then in other things, there's he, and in some of the like Capcom, Capcom's own discussions of it, they've said he. So I'm not really sure which way to go, and I find myself like kind of going back and forth on that right yeah. now. Um, I've, I've used he, she, and yeah, they. Yeah, she as I've well, gone honest, through the yeah. whole gamut, and at this point in time, I feel like I'm just, you know, just go with... with yeah, general. whatever, whichever one. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sympathetic to people out there who want to have some representation of, you know... Right, uh, uh, gender-neutral. <clears throat> yeah, gender-neutral stuff or, or non-binary stuff out there. Uh, so, you know, I think I'll probably try to do that. But anyway, we'll see what uh, what other people sort of decide to do on, on that. Clearly, it is a robot, yes. Um, as far as the moves of the character, yeah, I'm very interested in a lot of it. Again, had no expectation of caring about Seth. Mm. I thought exactly the opposite. But the way that the moves are all put together, I find is very interesting. Uh... There are so many tools available to Seth that in my own playing of it, playing against other people who are playing Seth, watching people playing Seth, mm-hmm. it feels like everybody has a different idea about how to play Seth right <laughs> yeah. now because there's so many different things that you could do. It's week one. I'm sure we'll you know sort of figure it out to at least some degree, but I've seen people play very slow with punishing Seth. Mm-hmm. I've seen people play wild-type up in your face, random EXDP set. Like, I've seen everything in between. And even if you're... Say you have two footsies sets. Okay, cool. Well, which buttons do you press? Right. What are your, which footsie buttons do you press? You have, like, five or six that are legit. Right. Well, I mean, it's interesting because some of those legit footsie buttons don't hit crouching people. Stand right? medium kick does not. Stand so, heavy kick also does not. 
Oh, does anybody use that in footsies? Uh, well, I thought it was going to be super useful because it was a single hit confirm and also a hit like half a screen away, except it doesn't hit crouching people yeah. half a screen away. So I, when I first tested, I was like, this move is so good. And it, it was minus four, yeah, like yeah, at yeah. max range. And, but people were like, try it against a crouching peop- people. I was like, why wouldn't this hit crouching people? It kicks straight. Like, and then it didn't hit crouching people. So it was very weird. Yeah. I hadn't thought about using that on grounded people, but that's yeah. an inter- interesting idea. So stampeding kick, maybe you would do, by the way, 10 forks, thanks for the sub. Maybe you would do as a whiff punish rather than mm-hmm. as like an active footsies button. It's also a good uh, zoning tool as well. It's a good, like, kind of like a space controlling tool. Like, yeah, if the sure. person wants to walk forward and backwards and they're not crouching a lot, you can. It's kind of like Chun Li Stan Roundhouse. Yeah, man. You know, just kind of covering that space. Yeah, I mean, it hits them if they're right next to them. Yeah. Yes. It hits them when they're close up. I, I just meant at that max range yeah. that I thought was going to be, like, super good. So. But stand strong, crouching strong, crouching medium kick, forward fierce. Crouching heavy kick. Yeah, crouching heavy kick, of course. Yeah, yeah. there's all these different buttons just regular spin kick roundhouse spin kicks plus two right and it beats fireballs and goes through yeah. fireballs like, there's a lot of different stuff uh you could you could do an offense seth that's based around the fact that he has a way to change his jump arc in the air in a way mm-hmm. that's safe that's pretty rare in this game mm-hmm. and and he has a pretty good one of of doing that you could do offense seth in the sense that he has a couple of buttons that are plus on block you have a couple of buttons that are hit confirmable on single hits uh, if you're good, crouching medium kick and stand strong. I I have been hit confirming like about sixty percent, right, right. so I feel like good players should get that stuff okay. legit. Yeah, I mean his his well, every time he hits you, I feel like he gets a good oaky situation after. Right. Every time he hits you, it's into him being almost point blank, and that's also very rare in this game. Yeah, and and the interesting thing is uh, uh, so. Uh, I got to play Olaf Seth for a little bit, mm-hmm. and to me, it felt like most of his power is gonna, his juice is gonna come from the axe kick, okay. the air axe kick. One, you could actually TK cannon strike it. You can do the quarter circle yep. back up forward and do that, so you can get it really low. And it's just a really good footsie tool. You know, it really messes you, like you said, having a jump arc changing move, yeah. especially the heavy one because he freezes in the air yeah. forever. Although I saw, did you see that clip from CN. Like, he tried to go an anti-air with Ibuki's back medium punch, and he Seth, he had recorded Seth to jump and do the axe kick, so it whiffed, and then he just did another one in the second place. <laughs> <hit. That's laughs> Had enough time to hit it. But um, it's actually, uh, like I said, I feel like he might actually be this kind of airborne-ish kind mm-hmm. of character. But to me, and I don't know if you feel this way, but what's interesting to me is that I'm getting very similar vibes to Gil out of this character right okay. now, which is... We've seen all this tech, people posting all this stuff. There's like, look at these combos, and oh my god, 60% damage, and this character's, cl- look at this move, oh, this character's gonna be so good. What? I don't even know if he's top tier right now. Is that so? Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I'm not convinced yet. Okay. Like, I feel like the character is going to be strong, uh-huh. but I don't know if he's quite up there in that range with everyone else, and I love that. I uh-huh. feel like they've done such a good job with Gil and Seth putting these characters in this game that are clearly super fun, super interesting, have a lot of this, like the retribution mechanic is really sick with Gil and everything and the stealing and all the stuff Mm -hmm. and everything. And yet somehow they are not overwhelming yet. And like that actually makes me happy. Because he has low health. He has low health, he does. too. He, so yeah. he melts. Seth has, well, I don't know about that. 925 health, 925 stun, yeah, which is the same true. as, like, Karen and Ibuki right, and yeah. Cammy. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, there have been top-tier characters. Akuma's less than that. 
So the character that I get the most vibes from is Akuma. It's Akuma to me. Where、mm-hmm. the beginning of Akuma, I remember I didn't think he was top tier.、Mm-hmm. And he obviously was top tier. I just <laughs> I didn't recognize it early enough. Right. And there, I think a reason why, in retrospect, I didn't think Akuma was top tier at launch was that people who I was playing against using Akuma didn't sort of have it all together. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. took a while. There are so many things Akuma can do. That it took a while for any one person to master. Right. It took、uh-huh. half a year minimum until、right. somebody was like really doing it all, and that was like one person, and it took a year for anybody else to do it. <laughs> and I think that's Seth. I think, I think Seth is the character that has absolutely everything that you need to be、mm-hmm, top tier、mm-hmm, in SF5.、Mm-hmm. And I don't know that I expected anybody to do it right away. Yeah. But yeah. I also think that. Having seen the example of Akuma, and now it's in the fifth year of the game, we know the game so much, so much better than we did、uh, when Akuma came out. I think that's not going to take half a year this time. I think、mm. I expect people near the, end of, near the beginning of the CPT, if they want to, I don't know if anybody's going to do it, <laughs> but if they want to, to have a top level Seth that could definitely win a CPT premiere like right away. Yeah, I mean, I. I, I definitely think the sky's the limit for this character.、Yeah. This cl- character clearly has the potential to be a top tier. Oh, yeah. I'm just not at that point where I look at the character and I'm like, this character is clearly top tier.、Mm. It's not like a Leroy kind of thing coming in and just well, busting everybody. It's not Leroy, yeah, I mean,、right? of course. So, but, but I, I mean, even, even the fact that, like, I was even joking about this on Twitter today. I don't like, I'm actually analyzing my weird desire for low tier heroes, <laughs> like being a low tier hero and stuff like、yeah. this, right? And I'm trying to psychologically like, come to terms with this weird fact of, of my playing style. The interesting thing was that Automatic responded, and he's like, he kind of does it too, right? He kind of likes to yeah, use yeah, a little. Yeah, yeah. He definitely, he's a Hugo player or something. Right. So he did say that he wasn't sure about Seth. And he's the guy who gets, every time a new character comes out, he plays them and he just finds the sickest things and he does really awesome. He did this with Gil and everything、yeah. like that. And he said he wasn't feeling Seth. He said he felt like Seth's neutral wasn't very good, et cetera, et cetera. But it could be just that Seth is too strong so that. <laughs> Automatic wasn't as interested in the end. So, well, you know. I think there's other stuff going on for Jibbo right now that like, is not great that maybe. Oh, is there? Oh,、yeah. I didn't know.、Uh, so, I don't know if it's just that the game is not speaking to him. I think there's like, probably more stuff. Oh, shoot. I had no idea. Okay.、Mm. In any case, I don't get the Leroy vibe for sure. I don't think that he seems. Incredible. He's not going to、uh-huh. kill every character. Right, right, right. But I definitely get the sense that this is the most complete character that they've released. I would say since Akuma. I don't think anybody's had、mm-hmm. a more complete tool set. They,、yeah. they tend to release a character. Okay, one character has a three frame button, another one has an EXDP.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes they've been the same character, but usually not. Like,、mm-hmm. one character will have great offense, another one seems to have like, good mid range tools. And it's rarely that like, they release a character that's just like, yeah, all the things. Here you go.、Yeah. <laughs> great frame traps, great footsies, great jump ins, great air mobility, great pressure after any knockdown, great no, damage, no great stun. No fireball,、output. okay? Yeah, no okay, fireball.、Right. But the, maybe the best single anti fireball move in the game in Roundhouse <laughs>、uh, Spin Kick. Spin Kick, yeah. Meterless plus on block.、Mm-hmm. I really think this character is top tier. I think it's already true. Yeah, you think so? I think so? it's already true. Okay, yeah, I think、okay. all that remains to be done is that somebody just put in the time. Interesting. And I, I think that on, on top of that, so to talk more about Seth's sort of styles, 
you can play a very complicated research intensive Seth mm -hmm. for sure V skill one Seth requires that you know something about every single character in the game and how you're going to use their stolen move when you do Tandon Engine. And some of them are just combo fillers. You just sort of figure out which right, one, right? Yeah, yeah. But some of them are really complicated, like using mm -hmm, Laura's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Thunderclap or like Minot's or Guile Sonic Boom. Guile Sonic Boom yeah. lets you do stuff. Like Chun Legs lets you do more ground combos without right. launch. Like there's all sorts of stuff. Command grab for S for Zang for Zangief. So you can play this style where you need to know so much. Well, the other thing that's crazy to me, though, is that I feel like Seth... I mean, this is another thing that I really like about Seth and Gil, right? Uh, I feel like both of these characters, probably more so Seth than any of them, than maybe any character in the game, I think if we get that top Seth player, we're going to see a strong variety of every V-Skill and V-Trigger combination possible. Yeah. Because V-Trigger 2 is very gimmicky, but I think in certain situations it's very good. V-Trigger 1 is better as an overall V-Trigger, but then V-Trigger 1 kind of goes with V-Skill 2 because then you get the dash hecaton share punch yep. into plus frames, but you know you also get to steal the move. But what if you steal a move that's not that good? Then you'll go to V-Skill. You know, I feel like we're going to see a good variety, and that actually makes me really happy because yeah. I, I feel like there's not that many characters out there that we see that kind of uh, V-Skill, V-Trigger variety. I think that's true. Yeah, so, so you can have this very complicated Seth, especially if you want V-Skill 1, V-Trigger 2. Uh -huh. You can play very complicated Seth if you want. Mm -hmm. But you can also play like almost dumbass V-Skill <laughs> yeah, 2, V-Trigger uh -huh. 1 Seth yeah. and just pump out damage and you have great mobility and you're right. building V-Meter all the time. And <laughs> you, you can do both and I think that they're both strong. Mm -hmm. I, it's not that I think mm -hmm. that one is stronger yeah, than the other. Yeah, exactly. I think, I think you can totally have like Sako like just narrow down into all the little weird yeah, vagaries yeah, of the character. Uh, uh, and then you could also have, like, Kazunoko be like, all right! And just yeah. like dash, you, know? <laughs> you could definitely have both. <laughs> that was funny because uh, I think uh, it was mentioned that Kazunoko is messing with the character yeah. a little bit. And I was like, yeah, he's just going to be right on everything. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, yeah, I think I think the character has a lot of potential to do anything you want him to do. Yeah, I agree. Right? So, um, yeah, like I said, I... I don't feel like anything is it particularly oppressive right now. Like, that's, I guess, the main thing right now. I don't see any one particular thing that stands out like, oh, this is clearly broken, or like, this broken. is broken. But, like you said, though, the potential for him, for someone, like, it's kind of like how Ryu's been in every game except for Street Fighter V, right? One of the character who has everything, uh -huh. who is super good, only if you are smart and right. put the time and do the work, then he's top tier, mm. right? But if you can't do that, then he's just good. And I feel like Seth is going to be in that kind of department. I don't think that there's anything about him that's clearly busted, but everything about him is clearly very strong. I that, think it's all very strong. But yeah. while I think that some players will make him shine, I also think that he will carry people. You do? You think so, yeah. huh? Yeah, I think you can play okay. idiot Seth for sure. Okay, <laughs> For sure. Okay. Every, every <laughs> knockdown that you get, is advantage. V skill one, once it connects, dashboard, uh -huh. you're plus two. Right. If you get any combo into the launch kickity kick, uh -huh. you're whatever, a few hundred damage, and now you're point blank. Right. If super, you get, yeah. If you land a super, he's plus. Super. Yeah. There's all these situations. Throw into dash forward's only minus one. Mm -hmm. You're snowballing. You're snowballing constantly, as, as Seth. So, and, yeah. and I think that you snowball offensively, and I think that you can snowball defensively with him, too. I think you can keep people at range that that can be very frustrating. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. 
You heard it here, folks. If you're losing with Seth, you suck. I think that's kidding. true. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding about that. I think Damn, that's true. Okay. I think you should. I've already seen people on Twitter being like, they should give him a fireball because he's not strong enough. You know, like I've already seen that out there. You know, that's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not that I think that he's too good, but I think that he's he's a top tier character who like like Akuma previously. He will make people's decisions shine better mm-hmm. than if you use a character where your decisions will get you ten damage or mm. where you won't have every defensive tool or whatever it is, right? I can't believe anybody would say he's not strong enough. <laughs> <laughs> but he is he is very different. And so if your intention is to play the character in the way that you played it in SF4, it's just right. not gonna work. It's just a completely different character. Yeah, no. You're not going to throw fireballs and teleport around all over the right. place and standing fierce people from across the screen. You're not going to do that. Uh, You're not going to do that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You don't have, like, remember in SF4 when he had the stupidest mix of command grab or invincible DP FADC? <laughs> that was so stupid. I can't believe they even gave him that in the first place, dude. Uh, that's why I said if I ever nerfed Seth in that game, I would have just made SBD never do stun. Mm-hmm, like, just I not do that. stun damage, right? Because that was just was totally unfair. Come on. <laughs> it was totally unfair, dude. Oh, God. What a jerk. <sighs> yeah, well, maybe that's where some of the Seth players are coming from then. The, I can't be right. this completely okay, yeah. oppressive jerk. In Street Fighter Force, clearly this character's bad, so... Yeah. God, do you remember in SF4 when Seth came out in the console version, and there were actually living humans out there who were like, this character's not very good, everybody. (laughs) He can't get hit enough. I mean, to be fair... There really were people who said that. To be fair, I wasn't that scared of him because I had Cammy and Uppercut, FADC Uppercut, remember, was 300 damage in vanilla. Half his life. Yeah, that was literally almost almost half his life. life. He was, what, 750 health? That was like 600 damage right there. And so, you know... (laughs) I definitely won off of that a couple times. He like jumped yeah. ears, you like uppercut, FADC, walk, 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 uppercut again. Right, for sure, it was like, for sure. yeah. Oh man. But Jeez, that jump back fears. If you Sanji if you were good with worse. that character, I think you just had No, no, no. You Seth shouldn't was, have ever gotten hit. Yeah. If you ever got hit as Seth, it was your best. Seth was clearly the, probably the best character in Vanilla. I thought he was the best. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was the best character in all of SF4. Uh, man. <laughs> anyway, that character didn't come back. But this new Seth is Strong without without me thinking that he is stupidly good without mm-hmm. without thinking that it's done in a boring way. Right, exactly, exactly. It's it's definitely done in an interesting like you have to put it together sort of puzzle pieces. All the puzzle pieces are there, but you know figure out how to put them together. And, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I that, like it. That's basically yeah how I'm feeling about it. Like mm-hmm. there's just nothing that's clearly like. I mean, people are complaining about Gran and Gran Blue Fantasy okay, yeah, yeah. versus right now because of what is it? I think it's. Quarter circle back plus C, where he just launches at you with his foot. I've seen the boot, and it just like hits everything, yeah. and like every like it's he's clearly he's got something that's too good mm. and kind of oppressive, right? And I just don't feel like that's Seth right now, but I do yeah. feel like he has everything to be one of the best characters. I so, highly agree with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tim's there, you go the EX Tim's. So right now I'm playing. I've been playing Come Seth here. a lot on stream. Ooh, a host. Get over here. Thirty-eight play players from Nihongo Gamer. Oh, sick! Thank Thanks you. so much. I've been playing Seth a lot, Wait, and I've been doing are it. Up. Oh, let us know. Give it a go, everybody. Yeah, let I us know. know what happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I've been playing V Skill One, V Trigger One, Seth, 
because I like the idea of V-Trigger 2, but it's clearly not there yet in terms of the practicality. I found a little fun command, oh, grab or not mix-up. I Sonic Fox found a cross or not mix-up. Like, there, yeah, that yeah, will yeah, happen, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's not there yet. And V-Trigger 1 is just good and easy and strong, obviously. Why doesn't Capcom actually tell us what they're doing with this maintenance? Is there any response? I mean, have they said anything? You know, I don't know. At all? <sighs> and V-Skill 1, I actually really like in footsies. I've been doing Tandon Engine in footsies quite a bit. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, the range yeah. uh -huh. is go point blank, backdash, backdash is the range Dude, of Tandon Dude, I have gotten engine. hit it's by huge. that. And not only that, but it's active for days. It's so active, and I've gotten so many counter hits for people who've been trying to play footsies with me that they press the button and then they get sucked in. And on counter hit, you can confirm it easily. Right. You go into crouching jab short into EX... Kickaroonie, <laughs> and then you're doing a big combo. I, I was it's playing really like, when I was playing against uh, Olaf. He would do, <laughs> and he would just like vacuum. And then my whole goal with Lucia was the EX run and kick him afterwards, mm -hmm. right? So he go, <laughs> and I EX run and get sucked. In. Yeah, you get sucked in. I was like, why is this thing so active? Yeah, it's very active, uh, and it, the range of it is actually ranger. It ranges farther than some characters' jumping attacks. Yeah, mm -hmm, like it's mm -hmm. it's huge. So I've been using that a lot as well. I think it's really strong. Well, okay, enough about Seth. Anything else to say about this new character? Um, like I said, I'm just really glad with the way that Capcom seems to be designing. Like they really have figured out what characters do in Street Fighter V. They, mm. they figured out how their game plays. Yes, you know yes. what I mean. It's very evident from the last three characters in Season Four and these two characters here in Season 5, I feel like they've really figured out their game, and they know how to put new characters in there that are interesting mm -hmm. and different. Like I said, it's very interesting to me when you like play Lucia and just find out exactly how they limited all of her combos. It's very intriguing, and it's... Same thing with like just the way poison works and Honda right. works. Although Honda, everyone is talking about how he eats glue now. What? Uh, but Gil and Seth, yeah, I just like like I said, Gil felt like he should have been broken too, but he's not. Yeah, you know yeah, I yeah. Mean? So it's really interesting. They so. did a great job with Gil, yeah, yeah. for sure. Well, the other thing to discuss right now is, I guess, something that is relevant right now. No, just search, just search for it. That's the five servers that I always search for. Yeah, uh, there it is. No underscore, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, last week, Ono said that they're going to fix the netcode in Street Fighter V. And then he said it would be this week. This now week that we're living in. Yeah, he, last week he said, thank you for the response, blah, 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 blah. Only thing I will tell you that there will be an update next week. Now, yeah. that either means they're going to update the, the net code this week or they're going to give us an update. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> like this week comes around, here's the update on the net code situation, right? Yikes. We don't know. We don't I guess know. we don't. I guess we don't. But today there was an update on the actual Street Fighter V yes, uh -huh, game, uh -huh. and the servers were down for a few hours as a result. Now people are saying that, it's up. as literally as we're doing the show, if you're watching on YouTube, people are saying that the servers have just come back, and I'm seeing in the chat that folks just got a match, and that they're about to play and see how it is. And thanks so oh, much to Generalia for the sub. Let us know. Let us know if it's legit or not. Is that is that Sejam's like secondary account, General Lyon? <laughs> oh wow! I, I was probably way off. Yeah. Right. Uh, God. So, there.
They're finally doing it. That's the allegation. James, what do you expect? Before we hear from these people, what do you expect? I expect nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I expect nothing. I expect... I don't want to expect anything. Uh You know, I mean, there's two things that we're going to talk about today. You know, we'll talk about the the, the tweet from voice actor Mm. later on. And then, you know, Ono's tweets and everything like that. I just keep picturing the, the Hawkeye gif. From, yeah. from Endgame, where it's like, don't, don't what? Don't give me hope, you know? <laughs> That's all I keep thinking, so, I, oh, man. But the worst thing about it is, wh- like, if they are going to fix the netcode, like, yeah. let's say they have a fi- why wouldn't they just say this server maintenance is for fixing the netcode? I don't know. Or are they just going to do it and be like, I hope this works. We don't want to say what it is. Let's just see how people react. And if they're negative, we could be like, we haven't actually done that yet. Right, okay, You know, okay, okay. you know? <laughs> <laughs> there is some genius in that. Okay. Some genius that I I don't quite expect out of them, but there that would be genius in a sense. Okay, so someone has actually said that they feel like it's actually better so far, but it could be placebo and it could yes. just be one person. Yeah, that's the thing about a situation like this. Placebo is so strong. You want it to feel better or maybe you want it to not feel better, right? Depending on what however your <laughs> brain see, works. Dude, now we're getting super... And then that's influenced. That influences how you feel about the actual match. We're getting some super conspiracy theories here. Showbiz yeah. says Altimore went quiet after Ono made that netcode announcement. So did they kidnap him and tie him to chairs and say like, fix the netcode, you know? Well, I, look, honestly, I hope that Altimore or somebody like that was involved. Altimore, so we discussed this a while ago, but of course, Altimore put out a patch for the PC version of Street Fighter V that makes the connections between another PC version that has the Altimore patch as well. Very good. Very good. Very. It really improved it hugely. Sometimes there are glitches. It's not perfect, but it really is much, much improved. After that, he said that he was going to put out a patch, and he did an interview with uh, Joe about... Um, Reddit Street Fighter, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on their, on their podcast saying that he was going to put out an update just a few days later. Mm-hmm. And that never happened. And Altimore disappeared. Altimore basically disappeared on this. And so my hope, certainly, <laughs> but not my expectation... <laughs> my hope, but not expectation, is that Altimore was somehow involved with this fix. And I just don't really believe that, but I think that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> These people in the chat are just talking about how they disappeared and everything. Mm-hmm. <sighs> just played a supposedly USA Guile from Brazil. Well, hey, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. He said it was great. Uh-huh. Well, if if it has been patched properly, then that's viable. I played against people in South America, and I played against people in the Middle East and in East Asia from here on the west coast of North America. And it was good on the Ultimate patch. So, I mean, that is possible. Right, it's yeah, possible yeah, yeah, yeah. for that connection uh-huh, to be okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh, and if they've uh-huh. really fixed the netcode, then that may actually be true. So, according to Brian F., the netcode has not changed. All uh, I feel like this is almost not useful <laughs> for us to be like, individual X says Y or whatever. Like, this, it's not going to be very helpful. We need to have a strong, double-blind, peer-reviewed study on the SF5 netcode. Half of you, don't update your PlayStation 4s and PCs. And then the other half, do it, and then have other people who don't know whether you updated your PC or not 
play online for a period of time and decide whether they liked it or not, and then have them go play on their own consoles, which definitely have not been updated, and ask how they feel about that. Why don't you do that, huh? Huh? Come on, everybody. Just be a, be a chap. That's how we're going to know. Brian F. says that's not the online patch. It's later this week. What is he... I mean, like, where's that information from him coming from? I mean, come on. At this point in time, I don't think anybody knows anything. Nobody knows nothing about anything about something or other. About, oh, and boy. everything is unknown. And anything is possible. Anything's possible, I guess. <sighs> Mr. Friday just played against his neighbor and it was laggy. You know, again, this is not going to be terribly useful. But thanks for the sub, Catalyst. Much obliged. In any case, my expectations are about the same as yours. Yeah. I don't have very high hopes. It would be great. It would be so great. The thing is, if but I just don't have high hopes. If it wasn't supposed to be the network fix, if it's not supposed to be the netcode fix, yeah. Like, why wouldn't they just like say that? Instead of get everybody's hopes up here, you know. I mean, it's. Uh, I mean, I know I'm beating a dead horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. You know. You know, I what's know what's going on here. <laughs> I know that asking these questions are completely pointless. Yeah. Uh, but why doesn't? Why didn't they just? Why couldn't they have? Why wouldn't they just? I don't know. Uh, I wish I could tell you. <laughs> I don't have very high hopes, and I kind of hope that they, unless they've really fixed it, which would be cool, you know. Wait, so someone's cool. saying that they can confirm that the patches are banned, or is that okay, true? Okay, this is what I was actually literally just going to say. Right, yeah, that yeah, I hope uh-huh. that they don't figure out a way to ban the patches, at least. Unless they've really fixed it, and I don't really believe that. But unless they've really fixed it, I really want them to just at least let us keep playing. Yeah, everyone says that uh, you have to verify the files now. So it seems like that part is true. What if if the update that Ono was talking about was just to get rid of the patches? Maybe that's what he grasped. The situation that was grasped was that people were having terrible experiences playing cross-patch. So they were going to fix that by killing it. But, but, if that is the only thing they do and they don't fix anything else, then we know where they stand. That's true. We and do. And everybody can write and everybody can just say, screw this. Yes. Basically, that at would, that point. And, and I, we said this when the Altimore patch was new. My take was that if they did that, that would be a scene killer. Yeah. And, uh, that, and that the goodwill that they have developed from having... A good game, He's, finally. Yeah, great improvements to the game. Cool characters released. The goodwill from that would wither away. If they did that, it would be a scene killer. What absolute mega dinguses they would have to be to think that's a good idea. I don't know. I guess we'll see. There's just no way to confirm it quite yet. What's going on? I'm so depressed. <laughs> but we were just saying that neither of us expected I good know, things. I know, but still. <laughs> we were just the fact, saying. But it. see, the thing is, I wasn't expecting good things, but I wasn't necessarily <laughs> expecting them to ruin the existing patch. 
And yes, I saw Maximilian Dude in the chat. Congratulations to Maximilian Dude. Ah, huge congratulations. Yes, lady. huge congratulations. Yes, to, to both of you. That's amazing. What exactly did you fix? And we're going to pay you big bucks to revert it. Well, see, the thing is, they don't even have to do that. <laughs> no, I, yeah. obviously I was yeah. around it. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go off to the corner and hug my cat now. Well, I guess I'm not playing online for a little while, at least unless the netcode is fixed right, in the future. Because, uh, yeah, now there's literally. I feel like there's no reason to play the game online anymore. Because the Ultimate patch was so good. It was? It was amazing. It was awesome. And what's, what's cool is. Uh, I know a bunch of people who bought the PC version because of that patch. Yeah, uh -huh. I do. I've I played online with them. In in the Ultra Chen Discord, there's a group of people in there uh, who I played with the other night. And, um, well, I guess I wasn't probably in the... I'd been drinking a lot. Uh, but it was... It, they, were, they were clearly really good. Uh -huh. And their rank was like... 50,000th or something. Right, like, uh, they, they, right, they had like clearly bought the PC oh, version. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like imported uh, uh, whatever uh, talent they had from that, from PS4 into PC. Right. So there were clearly people playing just for that patch. Right. So, do we want to sit here and believe that now that the Altimore stuff doesn't work anymore, you can't launch the game with the Altimore patch in, that that means that later on this week they will be fixing it and actually putting in their own fix in there? Or do we just believe that Capcom has screwed everybody over and that we're all mad now and that's going to be the end of it? Do we even try to have any form of hope at all whatsoever that they're going to try to fix this netcode? I'm just going to be agnostic about that. I'm just going <laughs> to... I'm not going to get upset yet. Well, I guess, I guess that already hasn't worked. I already have been. But I'll try not to get more upset about it, and I'll also try not to get more excited about it. I'll just be, like, in waiting. I'll be in limbo. I'll just be hanging out in purgatory, waiting to see whether I get into heaven or not. We wait. We wait. Well, Ono did say a week later, so maybe he means literally seven days. <laughs> Please. Why am I doing this to myself, David? <laughs> Why do I keep trying to give myself hope? I don't know, but it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. So, uh, in, all, in other news in the fighting game community today, Street Fighter V was officially canceled. <laughs> it was a cool four days playing Seth. Great four-day character. Just was talking about how great this game is turning out and everything. And uh, all right, we'll really, see. Really, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens. Okay, we'll see what happens. I'm going to the World's Collide local tonight, so I'll be playing offline anyway. Okay, I'm gonna can't go because I'll be editing the show. All right. Well, anything else to say about this for now? Before we have any information at all? No, I think let's move on to okay. another topic. <laughs> Yeah, we were hoping. We were all just hoping. That's all it is. So, okay, okay. All right. Well, do you want to get to the tournaments? 
Uh, or do you yeah. want to? Do you need a break to get no, no, to no, gather let's, yourself? Let's, turn, let's do the tournaments. I don't want to think about. Let's change the subject <laughs> so we can talk about some other stuff. So you got it. Okay, let's talk about Anime Ascension. Okay. Which happened over the past weekend? Yes, I really wanted to go, but I didn't have the chance because I. Had, Obligations and whatnot—that's cool. But it was in Southern California, and it's full of anime air dasher type games. And let's talk about the results. Mm-hmm. I heard good things about the event from folks, but I didn't go either. Uh, Undernight in Birth EXE latest was won by Dramatic Redblade okay. Wagner. Yeah. And Breaker Dave got second with Merkava and Wald. All right. Rikir got third with Enkidu. Let's talk about fourth place. Squish squash applesauce with Akatsuki. <laughs> nice work. Is that the that might be the guy who keeps entering tournaments at different names every single it. time? Every single time. I think it's is might be Octopimp. I don't know who did he use. Oh Akatsuki. Oh okay, maybe not. Oh, it's just Squish. It's just Squish. Oh, that okay. actually makes sense. Okay, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Because I know Octopimp, but he's a Potemkin player, I think. But he always enters as like weird names and stuff. So sweet. Okay. BB Tag was won by Elyon with Ragna and Nato and Jubei 9. That's cool. Jubei 9? Huh? Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the lore team right I guess there. it is the lore team. Yeah. yeah that's kind of cool. Husband and wife. <laughs> Monkey 4012 with Jin Nu and Nu Batista and Mitsuru Ruby and Mai Yumi. <laughs> Jeez. Wow, those are all different characters? No, there was a couple of news, but wow, everybody else is different. That's incredible. HPH Kiyomi got third with Carmine and Jubei. Uh, Guilty Gear Exerd Rev 2 was won by GC Yoshi. Dang, yeah. happy, happy for GC Yoshi. I mean, wow. clearly, uh, he continues to prove that Bedman is top tier and too strong. <laughs> he's not very good, right? Is no, that, he's but, not okay. very good. Right. Yeah, and ben, and GC Yoshi is very sad about that. Although I am sad. I mean, I would have liked to have Fu win that, but just mm. because you know he got I, second with Kuo. yeah, he got second. So, but good job to Fu. Came down to last game, last round. So dang, okay, yeah, last game, last round. Sick. Third was psychedelic pet with Potemkin, and fourth was Capion Damondo with Slayer. Okay. Bedman, Coom, Potemkin, and Slayer. Top four. <laughs> That's pretty sick. It's an interesting lineup there. BBCF was won by Elian with Jubei. Shoutouts to Puzera. Breaker Dave, Arakune, and then Jukebox Haru with Kagura. It's actually, sorry, the woos are saved for the bits. Yeah, come on, dude. What happened to bits? I feel like it's been forever. I know, we That's, haven't got. Well, it's not a call a for bits, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Melty... That is a call for bits. Bits. <laughs> bits. Not intention. <laughs> Melty Bright Actress again. Current code won by UGL Bolt Strike. Uh, Guilty Gear XX Accent Core Plus R won by Beautiful Dude Eddie UYU mm-hmm. Beautiful Dude Mike Z got second place with Potemkin yep. okay mm-hmm. sweet Samurai Shodan was won by NorCal Gen D with Yukio and Kazuki and second place was Tubazo 1989 with Earthquake and Kyoshiro interesting no Kizzy K in there anywhere J-Dash with Shiki and Shizumaru and Wild Wallace with Genjiro okay Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax Ignition won by CT Warrior they also had a couple of Uniclear exhibition matches ah. there, too, as well, so they got to show that off. That's coming out in two days. Right. That's going to come out in two... Oh, God, I can't wait for that. Sick. I'm so... And especially because it's on the Switch. It's on the Switch. Interesting. I'm going to be able to play on the plane. <laughs> what a voice. To, I'm going to be able to laugh on the plane. Oh, man. I'm so excited that for that. That is cool, though. Yeah. 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 The Switch is awesome. Yeah. It's so important. Oh, Sam show was like a blow up because five people showed up. Oh, that oh, that's sucks. Too bad. 
Ugh. I guess people maybe didn't That's a know bummer. it was. Yeah, I did hear some people are playing Uniclair already. Right oh, now. I heard that, I heard that yeah, as well. Yeah, 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 like some people have gotten it early. Yeah, that makes sense. I wonder Sam if we show get it here. Switch is out next week as well. Sick. Okay. okay. Wow, I didn't know what was coming nice. out for that. That's awesome. Yeah. Not for PC, though. Not yet. They said it was gonna. I, dude, you know exactly what happened there, right? What? I mean, no. it's clear that Google was like, Oh. Money, PC disappeared. Sam shows on Stadia. I see. I'm just you like they were probably like this is a simpler fighting game. This might actually work on our system. They were probably like here, please exclusive to the Stadia, dude. I'm I'm I don't like again. I need to bust out my tinfoil yeah, hat. Yeah, yeah. Do you want me to get my tinfoil hat? Dude? Okay, I'm gonna get the tinfoil hat then. That seems like a pretty good guess though. It would be great if it came out on PC actually, but. On Stadia. Nobody cares about that. I would love to see stats of how many people are playing Stadia. <laughs> Just at all. Oh, I bet they'll never release those stats. Tinfoil hat is okay, coming Okay, nice. There we go. So I've got my that doesn't afford hat. you much protection, don't you think? No, not really. I didn't, you, I, gotta, you gotta make sure you gotta, you're covering the frontal lobe. Well, That's the problem the with it was, I, I felt like I was wasting... <laughs> So I stopped. Well, you are. I stopped early. So yeah. Are you saying you don't actually think this protects your thoughts from the government spying? No, not at all. But you know, it's it's well, it's more for you show. You just haven't covered your frontal lobe. Yeah, I know. I need to do more about that, but it's okay. It's okay. Anyway, yeah. All right. Bummer about the stadia. Just as yeah. a blanket I'm, statement. I'm, I Bum. feel like that because it was clearly coming out on the PC. It was yeah. announced on the PC. It's on the Stadia, which is essentially a PC. Yeah, I guess. It's in the arcades, which I think is kind uh. of like based like on a PC framework as well. And it's just like there's no reason for it not to exist. And all accounts of PC disappeared, and it's on the Stadia of all dumb Stadia. things. I'm sure... Google like was like, let's get everyone, because clearly everyone's going to rush to the stadium to play some Samurai Showdown. <sighs> yeah, that sucks. That definitely sucks. All right, anything else to say about Anime Ascension? Mm-hmm. Nope, not that I can think of. Okay, let's talk about Smash Summit number nine. Yes. Okay, no more tinfoil hats needed here. Okay. This was also over the past weekend. This is, well, I guess, I didn't realize this is the ninth, but it has been happening for a while now that they've been doing Smash yeah, Summits. Yeah, uh, Of course, they get people to enter. Some invited, some are sort of, they win voting, money pools, whatever you want to call it, in order to get in here. And they always do a super cool job at the production side of it, at not not just the tournament itself, which is always a blast to watch because they get good players and they highlight yeah. the personalities that are really involved really well. But also they always make like fun little skits and stuff. It's just I think it's always a always really fun to watch, regardless of the game. Regardless. Right. Like they always well, just do a they, good job. They also just do a really good job. I mean well, it is the fact that they just do a good job integrating with the community. They do. You know what I mean? They do. It's a very community feeling kind of thing. It's casual, it's just in a house. It's not like in some big fancy esports studio. They even make them play mafia games and stuff like that, which I think is super cool. So it's not in the house. <laughs> is it not in the house? Yeah, I've been there. Oh, so they made it look like a house. I'm spoiling it for everybody. Oh. No, it's not. It's not a secret. But yeah, they did make it look like a house, but it's just oh, okay. it's just like a warehouse. 
Well, never mind. Some of the super esports. Screw this. Cr- no, they, they do. They do a great job with it for sure. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, a lot of I watched uh, quite a bit of it, and it's always fun. There's always yeah, mafia and nice ping pong and show in a long time. <laughs> yeah, all this, all piercing the veil. Oh, I know, huh? right? All of my all. You're shattering all of my illusions. Here. Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna keep shattering. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're gonna be shattering a lot of illusions <laughs> well, we'll here. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> it was a big crew of many of the best players in the world for melee. Yeah. So they always have the like pool pool part of it, right? Where they play. Everybody plays people, mm-hmm. and then they have the main bracket of it, and. The winner of the whole thing was Liquid Hungrybox. Yeah. With Jiggly Puff. Mm-hmm. Jiggly Puff. Congratulations to Hungrybox. PG Puff got second with nice. Sheik and Fox. And then Mango, C9 Mango, with Falco and Fox. Nice. Okay. Zane okay. got fourth with Marth, IBDW, Fox. Tempo Axe, Pikachu, fifth as well. And seventh were EMG Hacks with Fox and Fiction with Fox. Okay. Yeah, it was, it was really fun. Yeah, good to see Mango doing well there again. So... Mm. No, he hasn't been. Well, I don't know. People, I always feel like he's been more streamer than actually going to Mango? events now. Yeah, uh-huh. but people can correct me on that if I'm right or wrong on that. So I don't know if he's been uh, practicing in the you know as much as before. I thought he had been playing a lot myself. Okay, but okay. I could be wrong about that. Percent. Uh, Was it oh, really serious right now? Okay, okay. Was it really Plup's first grand final since 2018? I feel like he was doing well. Yeah, no, I thought he did something. Last year, maybe. I mean, maybe he got third places a lot or something like that. Or so. maybe I'm just in the stage of life where the 15 months separating us and 2018 just feels like <laughs> like a couple of weeks, basically. Like that's probably more accurate, actually. So, but they said that Plup took a long break from melee. Wow. Okay. And then someone else said that Plup was in grand finals in 2019. So. All right. Yeah, it was oh, definitely. Levin didn't make top eight. He Levin was there, didn't make top huh? eight. Yeah, he, oh, had a, he had a couple of weird okay. draws. I think is partly what it was. He had a hard path. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Nun and Amsa and uh, Amsa and Wizard also got ninth. Right. Bobby Big Balls got thirteenth. James. Is that really the the yeah. name? Yeah, that's right. You don't believe me? You got to read the screen. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> I had to read the screen. Okay. Wow. Uh, I see. Okay. <laughs> it was it, it was a lot of fun. They always did a good job. The commentary was great. It just seems like a blast to just like hang out on the couch and like yeah, shoot the ball with yeah. everybody. You know, I haven't had a chance cool. to do any of the summit stuff. I mean, if they yeah. ever did like a Street Fighter Five summit, I would really, really hope that they mm. would invite me there because I think I would have. I think it would just be a great experience. It seems like it'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I was too much of a Capcom guy to get invited for the NRS one. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that was a lie. Uh, uh, all right, so. At the end of it, you know, I have actually have this. You could play it if that's. Oh, could you, you have, do that? Yeah, that's true. Oh, I forgot to bring up the thing again. I told myself I was going to do that every every week now, just to be sure. They do do a Mortal Kombat Summit, yes, and also Dragon Ball. And it would be great if they did other ones. You know, it'd be great if they did Tekken. It'd be great if they did Street Fighter. Still, Grand just... Blue versus Fantasy. Sure. Fantasy yeah. I mean, honestly, like I feel like any every scene in the FGC, all the games sub communities, there's interesting people in all. All right. So 
at the end of the tournament, after Hungrybox walked down the stairs, after having won... Well, this is actually on Hungrybox's own channel. It is, it is, yep. <laughs> he put it up on his own channel. He nice. sure did, okay. and it's got Boku views, man, I'll tell you. It's probably about 150... 188,000 views already, That's, man. you know, that's Smash Life, dude. <laughs> they, dude. they get those numbers. Remember, I mean, like, I'm sitting here, like, I'm like, my first Attack episode has 1,800 views. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah I know what you mean. <sighs> uh, anyway, very well deserving for them. And... After Hungrybox won the thing, he came downstairs and he had important words to say. You can probably fast forward about halfway through this. Come downstairs and we'll get to have a little chat. I think the building. <laughs> Smash my nine controller. So, yeah. thank you, Ness. Um, all that, all that being said, uh, I know this is probably a shot in the dark, but I'm gonna try anyway because there's a lot of people watching. I really do wish if anyone from Nintendo corporate is watching this right now, Ooh. if anyone's seeing the amount of excitement these sets can get and everything that goes with it, just give Melee a chance. Even if it's just Ultimate, support the Ultimate scene, support the Smash scene in general. You have people day in and day out streaming, making content, competing, going to tournaments, and we do it all grassroots. We have this like Beyond the Summit because they raise money and that's great, but Nintendo I need to say, I love you guys, but you are the only one not putting in resources into the scene. Mm. Look at Capcom mm. Cup, look at that celebration. Look at every other game, look at Fortnite. This is the step that you're missing. And if you did that, the culture and the appreciation that you guys would receive would be bar none, unlike anything you've received. So I hope you're listening. It's probably a shot in the dark, but please support Smash tournaments. Um, yeah. All right, yeah. That's, that's kind of... <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, I, mean, I love it, I love it, thank you, Juan. Nice, nice timing on the follow there. <laughs> All right, so it was an appeal from Hungrybox for more recognition and support from Nintendo mm -hmm. for the Smash Bros. scene. What do you think? Uh, I mean, I really appreciate where he's coming from. I think it's really frustrating that... You know, to see stuff like Capcom Cups, to see Tekken World Tours and all these things like that, and have it so that the Smash isn't being supported. Um, I, I get it, how frustrating it must be, especially as players. I think the hardest part, honestly, is that a lot of people who are going to retweet that video, who are going to agree with that video and everything like that, a lot of people are probably still really, really missing so much of the difficulty it would take for Nintendo to support mm. events like that. Okay. Because uh, I really, I mean, look, we've already seen how painful it's been for Marvel, for Capcom to keep working with Marvel. We've experienced it when we were trying to talk about Battle for the Stones, you know. It's That's just right. like, it's so hard to get official Disney approval on everything, etc., etc., when Nintendo created Melee, when it created Smash Ultimate, and they signed all the contracts with all the other companies, like Konami for Snake, for Sega with Sonic, yeah. there was probably nothing in the contracts about any sort of tournament performative licensing, all the music in the game, etc., etc. 
for Nintendo to create a world tour, I feel like they would have to go to every single one of these companies, mm. recreate the contracts, refigure everything out, and then what if all these companies want a piece of that contract, mm. too? Like, piece of that money that they're, oh, well, look at this, Bayonetta's winning everything, right? So, like, you know, I mean, she's not, but, like, let's say it was yeah, happening it, in the yeah. last one. Like, Bayonetta's winning everything, so she's clearly one of the most popular characters right now. Why aren't we seeing a piece of... You I know see, what I mean? I like. See. I mean, people talked about uh, Dragon Ball Fighters as the summit, right? And uh, we haven't seen Dragon Ball Fighters in another summit again. And I think probably a lot of it has to do with that, you know, getting permission from three or four different companies just to make it actually happen. Mm. I don't think it's as straightforward for Nintendo to just be like, here's our world tour. And 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 I think that the amount of work that Nintendo will have to go through, and obviously you're a lawyer, you can clarify on all this stuff too, in order for Nintendo to get to the point where they can legally, because I mean, even when Smash is at certain events, if Nintendo is watching, if like NES or Sonic win, they have to cut away from the camera because they can't play their music right. on the stream, right? Like, this stuff kind of happens. For Nintendo to be able to legally do this kind of a tournament is probably, honestly, for them, more effort than necessary because they're going to make all their money anyway <laughs> on the game. And so that's I think, is the hardest part, is that it's not as simple as people want it to be yeah. But at the same time, as the players, I mean, look how big Smash is, and it gets the most entries at every event, Yeah, and Nintendo's not supporting it, and it's got to be absolutely just utterly, you know, like, almost just, like, exasperating, you know what I, I bet mean, it is. for them, so. I bet it is. That's, that's kind of how, I, I, that's kind of where I stand on that, so. So, I think you're right as far as Melee goes, legally speaking, I think there's mm -hmm. probably a big old hornet's nest there that they just don't want to get involved with. I would be very surprised if they didn't already have relationships set up with their current game, mm -hmm. because that has come out in the context of streaming. Right. Like, streaming's been a thing for most of a decade, and so, well, at least when they were working on the game right now, because it has been a decade, but it's been a thing long enough that, as a lawyer, you would be screwing up if you didn't consider like whether right. your game could be mm -hmm. shown mm -hmm. publicly or not. And so I, I gotta think that Nintendo's taking care of that stuff for this current game, at least. Uh, Melee, maybe you're right. Maybe there's more legal concerns. I just, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. But that certainly seems plausible, at least. I think that their calculations are just more about uh, sort of an old style. That's all. I, I do think that there's so many sales for Smash that I don't think that the advertising aspect of esports is as com is as important for them, relatively speaking, as it is for some other fighting games. And that's how many rights holders look at things like competitive gaming. They look at it as sort of like helping their marketing and their advertising. Maybe that's not as important for Smash. However, I do think that in Smash's case, there are so many people who compete in it and like watching it. It gets way more views than anything else, FGC. It gets way more players. I think that that is at a stage where you actually could make money off esports. Yeah. Right? Uh -huh. so, so rather than sort of funding, throwing money into the pit of esports, into this black hole of esports, which is what some game devs do, I think that in this case, in Smash Ultimate's case, you could actually make money from esports. Oh, yeah. Rather than uh -huh. having to spend money on esports. Right. Uh-huh. That's the case for very few games, honestly. Even when it comes to things like Overwatch and League, they're ta they talk sometimes about how it's not actually making money, it's just like an ad advertising thing. Mm -hmm. I think in the case of Smash Ultimate, it actually could make money. 
Right, but I mean, so then there's the question, right? If they start selling merchandise for all the characters, do they have that all set up with everybody? I'm sure they as have well? that stuff. I mean, they they would be screwing up if they didn't. I think right. at, at this point, there's no excuses for lawyers to not have taken that stuff into account. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know whether they did, but I think they would have done a bad job if they didn't do that stuff. So I I think that they could could be doing. Well, it. yeah, of course they sell amiibos, but that's already established as a contract thing. They've already worked with them to say. Well, you We're typically don't amiibos. phrase it as. When when you get when you get a license for a game, you typically don't as the developer, you typically don't want that rights license to be limited to a single thing that you can sell. Right. Mm-hmm. You want it to be like as sort of a broad thing. We can sell merchandise and maybe on an individual basis you'll have to approve of whatever the thing is, or the person giving mm-hmm, the license. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it's not like, all right, we we can do okay. a movie, but nothing else. Yeah, okay, because I mean that's interesting. Because I always felt like contracts were more restrictive than that. I always felt like that they were designed to be kind Just of depends on the contract like sometimes, okay. certainly. But okay. I think in this case, as Nintendo, you would want it to be as broad as possible. Just for your own. I don't know what it, what it does look like. Anyway, so in in this case, I think that they could be making money off of esports, and I think that it's pretty it's pretty myopic for them to, to not be doing that. I think it's bad not just for the scene, but for Nintendo itself. I think Nintendo could be doing more. Um, I mean, honestly, so many people play Smash. It's so popular. Mm-hmm. I was I played Smash with my brother this weekend. He came over to visit. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, and he's put, like, a couple hundred hours into playing Ultimate. You know, it was, it was really right, fun. Yeah, we yeah. we played. And he doesn't follow the FGC otherwise like that, but he uh-huh. we grew up playing Melee together, and he still plays. And there's a ton of people like that, so I just I think it's a bad idea for them to not be not be doing it. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I mean, I, I I'm also not terribly convinced by arguments that Nintendo doesn't want to have competitive Smash because they don't want people to think that they need to play in a certain way. Right. I definitely think that you could have multiple categories of play, or just make it clear like here's one way to play, and you don't need to play this way. Right. Mm-hmm. But here, this is one way to do it, and it's legit, and you could your other way is legit too, right? Yeah. That's easy to clarify. Yeah, it's but, just how do you convince a Japanese company like Nintendo, an old school company, that they can make money off of something like eSports? I don't think it's... The, the, at this point, it's not the Japanese thing, right? The Japanese devs in every other fighting game are doing it. It's Nintendo's particular culture, I would right. say. Right, well, I mean, that's what I mean. That's why I said, like, Nintendo, the Japanese, the, the old school Nintendo-ness, right? I mean, I feel like sometimes some of the things that Capcom we run into is also some of the old school mentality of Capcom as well, right? So Yeah, well, it does happen sometimes, yeah. Yeah, so... Um, but Nintendo's definitely very conservative, mm-hmm. and I think that they could be doing more on this, I don't think any of us expects them to, and I think that's why Hungry Bucks phrased it in the way that he did, where he's like, "This is a shot in the dark, right?" Uh, but might as well try because everybody's are done it. Because everybody's done it. I yeah. mean, like I had somebody like when I visited the Dominican Republic, someone was telling me he was like, "James, you have connections. Can you talk to Nintendo and just tell them to support Smash and everything?" And I was like, "Do you have so many other people who have way better connections and way more important than I am in the Smash scene that have?" already talk to them and if they're not if i can't convince them i'm like i'm not gonna do anything if yeah. they if somebody else has if it already yeah if hungry box who has literally talked to reggie fees on me when he was there at you know like if if you know though if if tof or anybody can't convince them you know then i'm not doing anything so there are indeed those rumors wasik who says there are rumors that companies like red bull have tried to work with nintendo right yeah. and there are rumors of that and the rumors are that in those cases, 
Nintendo has declined to be involved and in fact shut down plans that other people mm-hmm. had tried to develop to have like more extended, officially supported series. Right, yeah. I mean, that seems like a given, right? Like, I can imagine Red Bull being like, this is a gold mine. Like, we could just set up yeah. these tournaments and then... But the thing is, when you're Red Bull, then you have to get Nintendo approval, you, right? Yeah, sure. Uh, so that's probably not going to happen, so... Yeah. No, we already know we'll that, see. Crack Prawn. We yeah, already we know that. Anything else to say about Hungrybox's speech? Uh, I mean, more power to... To him, like I said, that's the luck to that scene. I, a lot I of good just, people involved. I can't, I can't imagine what it's like. Like I said, being a Smash player and having it be one of the most popular games out there, and having this fan base and views and all that stuff. And Nintendo, I mean, you go to Evo and like Nintendo won't put in a pop bonus in there, mm-hmm. so you win seven thousand dollars or a controller five, or a controller at Evo Japan. But because Nintendo's not a part of Jesu yeah. and all that stuff like that, right? Like that's. That's got to be frustrating. We know how it is for the rights holders not to care about our games, not to give anything, right? Uh, That's how it was in the FGC for the first 20 years, basically Uh, 15 uh. years maybe. But it wasn't happening for anybody. I guess it was happening for StarCraft maybe, right? But Mm -hmm. like it was almost, there was almost no instance of a rights holder actually really supporting their game. And so when we thought like, oh man, you know, Capcom's not involved, SNK's not involved, whoever, Tekken... We didn't compare it to other situations where there was, in fact, support. Mm -hmm. And now Smash is in a situation, as Hungrybox said, where it's not just that he's like, it would be nice if we got support, but it would be nice. And also it sucks because these other people are doing it. And why Uh aren't you? So there's this more obvious, like, push to compare to what other people are getting. And I get that. When we didn't have support, we didn't expect it, right? There was yeah, no reason to uh-huh. expect it. We didn't care. We never thought... We never even, even think it was a possibility. We didn't even know if the developers were even listening to us or knew we existed. Did they know people played yeah, games in tournaments? Uh-huh. We didn't know, right? We had no idea. Right? Yeah. It's just a very uh-huh. different situation than it was back then. Oh, man. Very different indeed. Now, find a new rival. Apparently we just got <laughs> did we get did we just go viral? Yeah, we we really went viral. <laughs> uh, thanks, Corey. <laughs> thanks, Corey. Oh man. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take. Well, I can't really move right now. Oh, so. you got Jasmine on you. I got Jasmine. What, what do I need to press? What am I doing out here? No, it's okay. I think I can uh, do this okay. over here. Because uh, like literally, you can't see this right now, but I'm holding her paw. Like, I have a grip on her paw oh, right now, yeah. so I'm holding her paw, and her head is resting on my hand. That's right true. Here, so. Good girl, good girl. Okay, let's take a break. This has been a uh, show of awesome news so far, so, you know, it's been an upbeat, amazingly happy show so far. So Super let's cool. take a break, and we'll be right back, so. All right, how depressing did we actually sound? I don't know. Let's. Do you want me to play it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah. everyone you can, can see it. it over here as well, so you can see just how sad we sound over here. <sighs> That's all it is. It's just us staring and you sighing. Oh my god. That's oh, brutal. 
Yeah, there's this, um, this, this is the theme I'm talking about here. Someone did this really, really, uh, so we're trying to, you know, we have a title song now and everything. Obviously, we're using the Peanuts theme or whatever. Uh-huh, like, Peanuts theme, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly, but, uh, it's another guy who made this uh, really cool Find track. A new I kind of just wanted to start playing during the, uh. Uh, breaks or something as uh, by Akito loves music too uh, and he did this really cool track it's the little chill version of the uh, undernight in earth character select song right i think this is super nice Very cool sorry if it's so loud is it quieter now or is it still super loud Two minutes long, cool. so it's like perfect just for the length of the ads and stuff. So, like yeah, this guy does a bunch of good stuff, but I heard this one in particular. It got up to like, what did he tweet out? He tweeted out that it got like um, 10k plays on SoundCloud. So I was like, cool. So I went and got to listen to it. It's really, really good. Yeah, I'll post a link to it uh, for everybody here. Posted in the chat now. <laughs> Man. Uh. Yeah. Are you just reading responses on Twitter and everything like that? What's everybody saying right now? Strider says, wait, the netcode patch wasn't a netcode patch, it just removed the existing fan-made patch? That greatly improved Capcom's current netcode? Come on, I can't believe that. It's too idiotic. No company would do something that incredibly stupid, right? Someone correct me here. Dude, Jam just jumped in our chat and said, it's a sad day. And yes, I 100% agree. We are. Super- if there's no fix, by Capcom, and all they did was kill this, uh-huh. that's a scene killer. Well, I I said it beforehand too that if that's what they do, mm-hmm. we know where they stand. Yes, we do. We know where they stand, and we know that they've never had any intention of fixing the netcode. And the fact that the netcode is bad is something that maybe they're trying to do on purpose or something. And if that's the case, yeah. And that's it. I was almost like there was a couple of times when some of the people in the Ultra Chen Discord were like, "Hey, let's play some Street mm-hmm, Fighter." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I almost joined them. I, I just I did didn't have the time. Yeah, yeah, but I definitely was about to one day because I really I, I just had to do some more editing and stuff. Yeah. But I was so tempted to go in there because it's so fun to play online now, mm-hmm. you know, because the netcode was so good. Well, you can no longer use that present tense now. The word now is to be eviscerated. Yeah, from but someone, discussing SF5 online. Someone said it in the chat perfectly here is that Ono's Twitter is going to be ugly right now. Yeah, it should be. Now, Ono. Oh, you want to come back by the way? Yeah, answer. sure. Let's just do it. Okay, ready? Yeah. <sighs>
Uh, we don't know if it was just maintenance or not, but <laughs> we'll find out. Oh, or boy. not. Maybe we'll never know. Yeah. I mean, like, so what we were kind of chatting about during the break and stuff, you know, I mean, I feel like Ono's got to put something out again. Or unless he's just, I mean, if there's no word, if there's nothing, yeah. it's like we just killed this patch. Yeah. We killed the fun patch, basically. Yeah. And we're they just removed online play. Yeah, they removed online play, and then that's it. Then if Ono doesn't say anything, like I said, I that's it. I just, I think that's such a blow that people who enjoy Street Fighter Five are just going to be like, they don't care. And there's just no reason to keep playing. I think you're right. But also, I'm giving the super side eye somebody who just doesn't know any better, but, you know, uh, who says, Ono himself probably doesn't deserve abuse, but Capcom itself, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Sorry, it's hard for me to finish the sentence. Ono himself doesn't deserve the abuse. Okay. Well, anyway, it's, uh, you know. Thanks for the subscription, Shadowboy963. I wonder if Altimore can figure out how they verify the file and, and spoof that, too. I just, if, if we have to resort to an arms race, <laughs> then let's do it. Let's do right. it. Come on. Street Fighter Five. Will be the PSP of fighting games. <laughs> that would be so great! Oh It'll my god, could you PSP imagine? PSP of fighting games. They cracked dude. it constantly. Please. Oh man. I mean, don't violate your EULAs. And copyright is the law of the land. Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, being able to figure out a way to get past the verification thing is really, really very, very difficult. Uh, that's just the nature of security and software. People have come up with very many elaborate ways to make sure that you can't do things like that. So, but you know, maybe this is the Project M of Capcom. We'll see. We'll see. Look, this just happened tonight. Let's just, we'll come back to it maybe next week if we have more info at that point, but... I don't want to dwell on this because we just don't know if that's. And I'm just going to say, S Smart, that is 100% not true. But, anyways, that's all I'm going to say. So. Oh, yeah. For sure, correct. 100% not yeah, true. It's the, exactly the opposite of that. <laughs> it's actually exactly the opposite of that. <sighs> okay. All right, all right. What do we got coming up? Let's change the thing over here and quit moping around and we'll talk about. Five five Let's matchups. Let's talk about happy stuff here, shall maybe, we? Try? Maybe. Okay. First, I wanted to point out before we get into the regular five five stuff. Uh, last week there was a question that was I think we didn't do a good job characterizing. Um, the question was in full on the actual tweet by Good Normals. How far does a fighting game dev slash producer have to go to rightfully lose the support of the community? Wow, I didn't realize how exactly spot on this is. Uh, <laughs> How far does a fighting game developer producer have to go to rightfully lose the support of the community? Poor communication with community, bad netcode, overpriced DLC, rootkit installed, overworking underpaying employees, expecting employees to watch videos of people dying. Right. We discussed this last week, but we really did it in a Capcom exclusive sort of way. Mm -hmm, we discussed it mm -hmm. as if it, they were just talking about SF5, but clearly those last two things were talking about NRS as well mm -hmm. and potentially other companies too. 
with that in mind, rather than it just being sort of a Capcom thing, does your position change? I mean, to be honest with you, uh, like, I know I really enjoyed MK11. When yeah. I found out about what had happened to the people working on it and stuff, it did put a lot of damper on my enjoyment of the game. It's hard for me to feel like I... Because, like, that makes it hard for me because, like, all the good things that NRS does now including rewriting their net code and doing all yep. these things at what cost now it's hard for me to sit here and go great job to them for doing you know cross play and all this stuff i don't know what the conditions are right like i mean this could like literally be people chained to their desks you know with wow. whips and stuff obviously not but still like at what cost and so as much as i want to sit here and applaud NRS, or look at all these great one-player content they have, etc., etc. I don't know if it's better right now. I, I would like to see if that exposure came out and changed oh, some of the environment at NRS, right? If some of the people working there were like, actually, it's much better now, etc., etc. That would make me much happier that to see. That is what I've heard. Okay, okay, okay. So, I, you know, I'm friends with some of the folks who work there without naming any names. I've known some of them for many, many years. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, yeah, they're, what I've discussed with them is that, A, some of the issues that were addressed were never their experience in the first place. Okay, Although that's not okay. to say that those things didn't happen naturally. Mm -hmm. But, um, in addition, that they've felt that things have been better. Okay, okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, certainly when I heard about the things like people getting PS PTSD, we discussed that on the show yeah, at the yeah, time. Yeah. Um, from, from having cows to watch explode and stuff. Yeah, like that. having yeah. to watch bad things in order to be able to accurately portray the insides of human beings. Yeah. I don't need that stuff, I mean, right? The, I mean, the article said that the guy looked at his own dog and started imagining how it would look if it blew up, kind of thing. You know, yeah, like I mean, that kind of. That's bad for yeah. sure. I really don't support that stuff naturally. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, I also do support many of my friends who work at that company right. and i know people who work in that company who are like stoked about violence and gore i mean right, not right. in real life but like they re they really like the mk right. feel right the sort of look of mk and and they like horror movies and whatever i mean if that's their thing that's fine yeah. i mean the whole thing that comes down to though is i mean it's like in every situation right it's different obviously when you know people who work there it creates that kind of empathy there right? yeah sure it does. but like it does. does that mean if i had like five friends that i knew that worked on amazon and they were making their money from amazon yeah. then i would be like oh well you know bezos is a jerk like should i just not support well no because i, I have to support because my friends are working there I you know what i mean like if you're going Ultimately, to, there is no, well, anyway, like, because like if I walk into a, what, when I walk into a Chick Fil A, and I sit there and I order food from them and I don't support what they've done in the past and yeah. everything like that, but there's workers there and these and I've seen these workers there like all the time there and they're making their money there, right? Do I boycott them because uh, you know what I mean? There's always that question there, yeah. and so you you've got to figure out how to resolve that, and uh, I don't know what the answer is. In, in, in the case for MK11, has it made it so that I don't want to support them at all? Like, kind of like the question was talking about here, not at all, right? I still want people to play MK11. I'm still happy to hear the NRS scene striving to keep, you know, you said that there was that uh, event that just ran that got like 10K viewers or something that happened like again that. again this past weekend, yeah. Right, so like that kind of stuff makes me happy, right? Like I want to see the MK11 scene succeed. I want to see people keep playing it. I want to see NRS keep pushing the boundaries for good one-player content 
content in fighting yeah. games and things like that. You know what I mean? I've always been very optimistic about the stuff that they've done. And so, you know, I want to continue to support them. It's just, uh, like, hearing that the work conditions are a little bit better does help. Yeah. And honestly, some people are saying in the chat... Maybe they just got to really consider turning down the gore in the next version. Maybe. I mean, you know, I hope so. You know, but the problem is they would lose sales. They probably People would. People would get mad if they turned the gore down, just like if you lower the sexiness of MK11. Well, then again, MK11 sold really well anyway, yeah. despite I, that, right? Yeah, I think the... That part of it is probably not that big of a deal, but the certainly there are people who would buy it because of the gore and right. wouldn't if there was less. There are also people who would buy it more if there was less gore. Right. I don't know how that balances out, but anyway. Mm -hmm. um, in this question, I think probably even more... Although last week we talked about it in Capcom context, and then we mm -hmm. wanted to address the others. I think actually this week it's more appropriate to discuss it in the Capcom context. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. Right? I mean, because uh, well, literally today, literally an hour ago, it's become more appropriate to talk about it. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. Three uh -oh. people have sent us... Simultaneous yeah. Ono tweets. We hope you are enjoying Street Fighter CE, and thank you for all the support. A netcode adjustment has been made to the game and is available now for all players. We he died. It died. We ask died. that you send your feedback to SF5 server. Please enjoy. It's dead. And look forward to CPT Intel World Open starting soon. What do you think CPT stands for in that context? Is the, are we? Is there? A tour doesn't that implies that there's a game that they're playing, and it sounds to me like the game died. Is this actually today? This is today, seven p.m. Yes, this is actually the tweet from today. He said, "We have a net code adjustment." So when he said he grasped the situation, he grasped the fact that the Ultimore patch was ruining the experience for PlayStation Four players, and so they fixed that. And so now everybody can enjoy the same equally bad net code. Yeah, they killed their video game. That's what incredible idiocy. I even said on my stream so many times, I was like, if this is what they do, if that's all they do, I would be flabbergasted. <clears throat> and this is me being flabbergasted right now. Absolutely. I tell you. <laughs> and Filament jumps in here. Hi, what did I miss? Yeah, what did you miss? Uh, missed, uh... Boy, the, I, I tell you, James, the urge to burn bridges right now is very strong. It's very strong. Dude. Dude, I mean, look at the responses. I am, it's... Look at the responses right now. Biggest lie of the century. I expect nothing and I'm still let down. Uh... We've been bamboozled. You banned the mods and did not fix the code. You said you were listening. How can we trust you going forward? What adjustment? Someone actually did say, thanks for making crossplay viable again. Who said that? This guy right here. What narc said that? What's the name? Julio. So SF5 is officially dead. Online functionality removed. I super regret paying for this new version. And then all you guys did was kill the fan patch. Well, I'll test this adjustment and then I'll charge you for the improvements. Disappointing. <laughs> oh no, dot, dot, dot. Your stupidity always surprises me in gift form. I'm done. Come back when you give up, F. 
Uh, lol, you guys are a joke. What adjustment? You just disabled to mid, which probably is supposed to be the mod typed very angrily. That's probably uh, true. You just killed your video game, moron. Oh no, I can't effing believe you have the face to tweet this out. You're a bold guy. <laughs> and then here's the tweets that I had to hide because of language. <laughs> Hidden tweets. Uh, please go... Uh, yourself. Okay. Uh, F you. F you. Oh no. F Capcom. You didn't fix the net code. You dog crap freaking people. You constantly ignore the fans. Sanitized for uh, internet. Are you effing kidding us? You just banned the patch that improved the game and did nothing better than it. I... I'm struggling to find a way to talk about this that I feel like doesn't like destroy relationships with Capcom. I'm not sure. I, it's gonna be tough. I I don't understand. I I don't understand. I mean, you have to be literally. So they thought myopically that the idiotic. They thought that the problem was that it killed crossplay. Like that's the only thing that they thought everybody wanted fixed. Right. I'm still gonna go tonight to play Worlds Collide, uh, the local there. I really like the gameplay of this video game, but I just can't play it online now. I don't think I can. And I've been playing the crap out of it online. Right. And I've been having a fun time playing with people and streaming it. And... Yeah. I just can't I mean, here, support look, it otherwise. Everybody, it, it, like, I think... And uh, if you want to quit yeah. Street Fighter V, I get it. BB Gun Renegade says something. says, tweet says, we ask that you send your feedback to at SFE server. So please, so yes. Please send feedback. Just absolutely bomb that Twitter account. I mean, at this point in time, whoever runs that Twitter account, his life is going to be miserable. You should bomb Ono. Yeah. Just bomb keep, Ono. Keep tweeting he, Ono. Look at this dude making this decision and trying to send the feedback to somebody else so he doesn't have to deal with it? Are you serious? I got to stop right now. <laughs> it's about to get gnarly. Yeah, and that's probably true. They probably never pay attention to that Twitter. Yeah. So if you at SFE server, it's probably only like auto-generated stuff. So they're like, please tweet to that one so we don't. Nobody has to read it. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, um. I'm getting an ab workout from holding all this in right now. It's tough. Yeah, some people actually think the netcode is better now, so... <laughs> Brian F is just playing online pissed off. It sucks for all of us, and, and this is something I've addressed in the past, but we have no... We, as much engagement as we have with the games that we play, uh -huh. we're just... We have no control or no... We don't have the agency in the games that we play as much as we'd like to, I think, think Dude. that we do. We don't have any control. We're just the consumers. I like to think of myself as a user, and I, like th I think that's an important distinction. But... To them, we're just a consumer, and that really pisses me off. Dude, 
obviously CR fed. As I, of course, I understand that any mod, whether it's good or bad, goes against any developer licensing. Of course, I understand that. But that's why I was hoping they would implement their own fix. Yeah. Right. That's the thing. Like banning the mod is one thing. If you fix and put in that fix as well. Like I said, it's going to take a lot of testing to do. But this makes it sound like this is it. Yeah, it does. It does sound right. right. It sounds like here's our netcode fix. We fixed the crossover problem. The crossplay problem. And that was it. And like, oh boy. Oh. That is tough. I mean, the worst thing about what you were saying That's about so it, too, what you were saying about the fact that we're just consumers, that we have no agency over this, yes. is even true for people who are involved. That's true. You know what I mean? That's the worst part about it, That's right? true. And That's, they've quit because they hated that. Yeah. And that's been happening for a dozen years. Mm-hmm. And some people have stayed in that company through the last dozen years, despite that. Not many. But some. The, no, and this is like, you can't. I gotta quit it. You can't, you can't end it this way. I mean, like I said, the, this, this story isn't over yet, I don't think, because this is going to cause the biggest riot ever, right? And I mean that both ways, too. Everyone's gonna riot, and everyone's going to riot. Yeah. Because uh, when that game comes out, that's it. There is no more Street Fighter at that point. If Riot comes out with a fighting game and it's League of Legends based yeah. and it has amazing netcode developed by the guys who created GGPO, right. uh, which will probably then have even more features because now they have money to expand on it and make it even better. Yeah. Man. This is crazy, dude. <clears throat> Dang it. <sighs> I know, and they've got this whole online Olympics qualifier, too, and everything coming. Mm. Anyways, what's the next topic we have here on the chat? God, I, have, I have so many words, and none of them are nice at all. Uh should we should in, we in should we quit? Like should these? we just turn off the show? Seriously, yeah. Should we just turn off the show? This is one of those situations where it's it is not at all like a cat got your tongue kind of situation for me where I'm not sure what to say. Yeah. I have I want to respond to I have so the many things in the chat. Yeah. In my brain already, <laughs> but I just shouldn't say it. Come to the local tonight, and I'll recite it to you. <laughs> but maybe not on the internet where it's saved. Ugh. It's something that I, I'll, I'll think about, and I'll... Maybe writing is a better way to approach this, so that I can be a little bit more sure of what I want to do. It's not, you know, you write the angry letter, and then you don't send it. It's not Japan, Bill Hicks. It's not Japan. All right, what's the what's the five five wow, topic? Wow, that's thing? so stupid. What's that? Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's. I wish I could say it's surprisingly stupid, but it's not. Which, it's 
Well, the netcode oh, issue, yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, not. Okay, okay. It's not a. It's not a surprisingly stupid choice. It's something that some people called, but I didn't think that they'd be that stupid. I just really didn't think. Yeah, I. I honestly didn't think that they could possibly go in this direction. Not expect everything to be on fire now. Like the internet is just going to be livid at this point in time. Ugh. Yeah. I mean to make to make that choice, you know. There've been a lot of a lot of bad choices from the leadership over there, but this is particularly bad choice. That maybe but for a tall American 15 years ago, we would not have to deal with today. <laughs> Speaking of the it's first topic very, in it's our It's getting chat. very close yeah, to coming yeah, uh, out. Let's just move okay, on. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, what's, what's the 5-5 five, five matchups right. of the day? What are the 5-5 five, five, uh, matchups for the day? All right, sure. Let's go to the results and read them off. And what, what are the questions that we had sent to us this week? All right, cool. Here's the here's some questions. Wow, this is actually also very fun. Uh, question one sent by people for us to discuss and vote on, and maybe we'll talk about one of them. What do you think are the key things Riot needs to get right so their fighting game has a chance of becoming mainstream like League of Legends? <laughs> you almost couldn't write it, but that would be the first one. <laughs> Two, how does one most effectively grow the community of an aging and adored game that's no longer getting updates? <laughs> how's this? These are all sent in like over the last week. <laughs> I don't understand how exact it is. What? Who went into the future? Who? Doc Brown's a fighting game fan and just came back. Marty! To say Marty! <laughs> I've got news for you, Marty! <laughs> He takes out a newspaper. Is this from tomorrow? <laughs> Look at these questions, Marty. They're from tomorrow. They knew, Marty. <laughs> what? Oh, Yo, God. Doc, this is heavy. There's that word again. Are you talking about the netcode? <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the way the game feels? Is that what's happened in the in the future of fighting games? Is there a problem with the netcode's rotation <laughs> in the future? <laughs> is this the gravity? So stupid. Okay, would you like to see a major overhaul in MK11 if there's a season two? If so, what changes do you suggest? Nobody voted for that. What do you think about the idea that the sport most similar to the FGC is not wrestling, but tennis? Nobody voted for that. I might answer that <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Which characters would you like to see in Smash, and would you buy their amiibos? I mean, I've answered that question a million times on the show already, so... Nobody voted for it. Mm -hmm. If SF5's netcode fix is successful, do you think other Japanese developers will make the same fix? Or will they keep using bad netcode? <laughs> no! Doc Brown should have gotten to that person before they, <laughs> before they submitted it. I know, right? <laughs> we must send you back to the future. You must take out these questions, Marty. How many characters does a 1v1 game really need? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
What do you think of having a second Evo or spin-off major intended to be as grand as Evo, but for all the leftover games that couldn't make it into the main one? We kind of talked about that oh, a little bit, did. right? Yeah. We have fighters that have a block button. What about fighters with a jump button? How would a fighting game with a jump button be different? It would be the most popular fighting game in the world, and it's called Smash. <laughs> Or you can just play the hitbox and then you do have a jump button. Uh, I do have a jump button. <laughs> what are the deciding factors for whether a game should be 3 out of 5? Should every game that's fast enough be 3 out of 5? Hmm. Okay, the winner is, what do you think are the key things Riot needs to get right so their fighting game has a chance of becoming mainstream like League of Legends? James. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ignoring the obvious thematic solution here right okay, now. which is what? Netcode. Okay. Okay. Uh, honestly, the factor that I think is going to be super important and that I, again, there's this word again, hope, mm. that, you know, can come true and that, you know, because the people who are working on the game are the guys who run EVO. Yeah. Uh, Riot really has to consider allowing their fighting game to be free reign played at all the events mm -hmm. and not be controlled. They have to understand that the fighting game community behaves a certain way and that if they try to force the players to only play one game, although I know a one scenes game who are probably willing to only play their game exclusively oh, now. Well, one game just got thrown in the trash. So, I mean, there's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, there. but like they're willing to move elsewhere. You know, now. commentators, streamers, yeah. producers. If they understand that you know fighting games are about grassroots, and they let grassroots continue to do a lot of the work for the Riot fighting game, I think that would be something that's very important for their game. And then, on top of that, they can throw their own only Riot fighting game events. Sure. You know, in conjunction with everything. Sure. But do it in a way so they don't run it on the same weekend as CEO, on the same weekend as totally, Evo, yeah, on the same yeah. weekend as Combo Breaker. Like, be cognizant of the community and be like, here's an empty month, let's run our event here and we'll do this own thing here. But... We'll still hire, like, a Tenno, or we'll still hire Spooky to come stream it, and then let's get David and James and Sajam and, you know, Tasty Steve to commentate it and stuff like that. Like, that, I think, is... Uh, if they can figure out how to play well with the FGC, I think that's important. I, I think that is very important for me as well. I'm not sure that that's important for making it a mainstream game like League of Legends. Yeah, you're, you're probably right. Well, I mean, I, look, I, what you were talking about is clearly very important to me as well, and I I surely hope that they do it. Uh, but you're probably right that it might not make a big difference of whether it becomes a mainstream game or not. Yeah, yeah. I kind of think that's true. So certainly the ability to play it online is gigantic. I think that another lesson of something like League, although if it's going to be a 1v1 game, it seems, but still to have ways to sort of the, the community aspect of League, as sometimes you know, it can be toxic, but the ability of people to sort of have relationships in there and to spend time with friends playing League is super important, I think, for making that game as popular as it was. And I'm not sure what the, what the way to sort of import that into a 1v1 fighting game is, but I think that if you're talking about making a fighting game mainstream in that way, I kind of think that that's the stuff you're talking about. Like in the sense that Smash is extremely popular in part because you can get like eight people or it's more than that now right to together to play in smash like you can oh, yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. can play together like mm -hmm, it's an mm -hmm, experience mm -hmm. you can have with people 
I think that that's really important. But at the same time, having an online mode, which Smash does not. Right. Having good online code. And then <laughs> Smash actually does have online netcode, but yeah. still. Okay, anyways. Uh, All right, well, there you go. That's well, my take. Is there any of the other questions the that you The second wanna... place is how many characters does a 1v1 game really need? Yeah, I mean, that one I don't even really think is that important to discuss just because I just think whatever, you know, if the game is fun, it's fun, right? I feel like you could have anywhere between, like, like how many effective characters does Melee have? Like, Ten. There's a lot of guys with swords in that game. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, like, the, there's more characters than that, but if you're talking about it from a competitive angle, mm-hmm, there's, mm-hmm. like, ten or something. Right. And that's probably on the lower end. Third Strike is, like, eight. I don't even know if it's ten. Right. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. And so that's on the lower end of things. And people love those games, right? So I, I feel like you can have few characters. You just got to make sure that the ones that are there are really interesting and mm-hmm, varied, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly, exactly. Like, right now, Grand Blue, 11 characters. I don't. I mean, I think that this is probably a question in regards uh-huh. to Grand Blue because it has 11 characters, and a lot of people have felt that that's too limited. Well, I mean, for now, I don't think that's the case because I feel like the 11 characters in Grand Blue are very different. Yeah. Are very varied. I, I'm really enjoying the game a lot, and even more so now. Um, even, my... Weirdly enough, all the two times that I've done beginner lobbies, my netcode experience for that game have been fantastic, so I haven't had problems. I've had like three-frame ping and okay. stuff like that, so even though it's delay baits, netcode at least. Anyways, um, what were some of the other questions that got no go. votes again? So, I mean, obviously, what about the idea that the sport most similar to the FGC is not wrestling but tennis? This one I've talked about all the time, forever. Mm-hmm. I've been saying this for years, that the fighting game community has to follow tennis. Like, that is the model we have to look at, right? Instead of looking at all these... Like, if we try to follow other sports, we're going to end up doing it, having the, the, the Los Angeles, you know you know, punchers or whatever mm, like that as right. well, right? The Ten- punchers. Yeah, because, te- I mean, I almost made the joke that we're going to be called the fisters just because, you know, I had to make it as terrible as possible. But, like, honestly, tennis <laughs> is tennis is exactly what the fighting game community is. People all over around the world that yeah. they're just getting success through playing well and they get sponsored by Nike or whatever like that, you know, for their for their clothes or Yonix or Adidas or whatever like that. And there's the majors and then there's the less majors and here's the year round, you know, here's the year round ranking board and stuff like that. Tennis absolutely should be where we're going after, and, it, and it's been that way forever. And, you know, I even like the whole thing of, like, oh, should we be side-by-side or head-to-head or, or whatever? It's, you know, should it be hard court, soft court, grass court, clay court? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, it just depends on what the event is, mm-hmm. right? The four big majors in tennis, two of them are hard court, one is grass, and one is clay. Oh. And it's intentionally kind of done that way, right? So, I mean... The grass season is very... Sh- Actually, the clay season's the shortest one. The grass season's not that long either, but the grass season, the biggest one is Wimbledon, and that's the one on grass, right? So it just doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, just have different events do it the way that they do. The people, you get paid very far down the bracket, right. et cetera, et cetera. So I just think that this is the right way to go. So 
That's makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. Yes, there is less grass than clay. That's right. Because there's the whole clay season leading up to the French Open, but Wimbledon is almost always like two or three weeks right after the clay r- French Open, which is clay, and then that's basically just it for grass, and then mm. it just goes right back to hard court. So there you go. All right. Hmm. All right, to maybe pervert this question a little bit, since SF5's netcode fix was not successful, do you think other Japanese developers will keep using bad netcode? If they see that the outcry is actually legit, will will that be a lesson to them, or will they just be like... So here's the story, right? Here's the story. When Xbox One first announced their console and they said that in order to share games there was going to be that license thing that it had to be online all the time. Remember remember when that first happened at E3 they yeah. had that thing and it went crazy and everybody was like this sucks we hate you we hate you we hate you and I everything like that. that. And then the next day PlayStation was like here's how to share a game on a PlayStation mm. and in the cartridge and they were like thank you, right? Stories are that PlayStation was going to do the exact same thing. Really? Yeah, uh, that Xbox was doing. But as soon as they found that out, they took that opportunity to just be like, oh, okay, first day patch will get rid of that. And I so don't remember that. I, I had heard that. I had heard I'm that. I'm not saying that it wrong. I just never heard Right? That. And so, if Arxis came out right now and said, we're putting rollback netcode into Guilty Gear Strive, like literally tomorrow... They would increase the sales of Guilty Gear Strive by like a billion percent. Can you pre-order that game yet? I don't think so. Okay, okay. But okay. like if they did that, <laughs> oh my god. Like wow. if they just came out and said, oh yeah, by the way, we're going to use rollback netcode now and you know we're going to make sure it's implemented correctly. And like that was all they said, like that's it. I, that would be the biggest coup I could imagine at this point. That would be the biggest coup I could imagine. Even if they were like, I don't think we can actually get it in there. Ah, you know what? We'll just keep doing the lane. And then they see what happened to Capcom. They'd be like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Put all the efforts in. Put all the efforts in. You know? Like, seriously. This would be the perfect time to do it. Yep, they should be working really hard right now. Pre-order tomorrow and rollback announcement. Like, seriously. Uh. Yeah, that's what we've been talking about for like an hour. Yeah, (laughs) we've been talking about that for quite some time. Haven't been seeing all the memes going around, huh? Oh, God, what is poor prototype talking about here? Oh, oh no, oh, I know where this oh, is headed. Oh, you don't even oh, have to play it, do you? Oh, you know oh, where it's headed. Yeah, I know. I don't even need to I don't even need to play this. This is my second match with the net code. Oops. Uh, I want to like rend my clothing. <laughs> you want to be shirts? <laughs> I need to like wail and rend and God, it's like morning time. <sighs> Boy, that is tough news. 
tough news. And you know what the crazy thing about it is? This is all that anyone's got to be talking about on Twitter right now. This is all that yes, anybody, it is. I'm yeah, at it right this now. Is, this is all. Even anybody. dudes who like people who aren't in the like dedicated SF scene are right. like, boy, I feel bad for Street Fighter players. Tonight. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not surprised, dude. I am not surprised. This is absolute. Oh my god. How did? By the way, Yo. today you have a wonderful preview of uh, next January's Ultra Chain Awards Worst of the Year. Oh my god. <laughs> I have to write it down tonight. <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Stupidest decision. Ah, oh, man. Worst but like of... I said, dude, all Arxis needs to do is come out and say, we're putting in rollback netcode in Guilty Gear Strive. Here's the pre-order for the game. And I think everybody... I think everybody would just support it. I mean, look at the look at the results that happened with Garu, Mark of the Wolves. Right? Mm-hmm. It came out, Code Mystics updated it. It was released in 2016. Right. And they updated it with the rollback netcode, and its sales spiked. The number of people playing online spiked. Yeah. Like, netcode is just so important. I don't understand, dude. It's crazy. Well, nobody should literally bomb no. anybody, obviously. Right, right. But yeah, no. You, the euphemistic use of that word is like maybe not a bad idea. Right. But that I mean, I honestly don't think that's the right order. Anyways, ugh, okay. It's tough, man. It's tough out there today for people who would love to say more than they probably should. It's tough, tough day. To, Tough day. It's tough out there. You know, today. It's, it's... It's pretty tough out there. Like I said, I'm not... There's it's tough. There's no way that this can... Like, I just don't feel like this story can end here. I just don't feel like it can end this way. Tough story. Dude, not Maximilian, there, dude. We need to just have lunch with Maximilian, dude. But we have to have lunch... In somebody's house that we're not in public, and then like yeah. soundproof everything, and yeah. then let's hang out, Max. Let's hang out because I know in about six months, Max probably won't be able to go anywhere, and uh, we'll be sleep deprived. So let's hang out, Max. Let's let's definitely find a day to hang out. So, well, that's yeah. <laughs> It's tough. It's tough day. It's tough to know stuff and not be able to talk about it. It's... I take that part of my work seriously. It's literally my job. All right. Literally yeah. my job to know things and to not talk about it publicly. Next as a topic. Next topic here. We'll give you something else to rant about, David. Okay. What do you got for me? Uh, next topic that we have on our list. Oh no. What Shattering more illusions. Oh, oh, God, that's, we have to talk about that tonight, too? Yeah, this, God, uh, this shattering is, more illusions, dude, like... This is a tough night. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is a tough what, night tonight. Is, <laughs> oh. oh, Lord, okay. God, what, seriously, Blow Up Tuesday, what a day. Okay, alright, here's what's going on. So, this team illusion... Which, like, Lost Soul was a part of, you know. um, A bunch of people were a part of. Um, 
cherry berry mango part of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a list of 13 people who I could tell you exactly. <laughs> and, uh... They, the team has... I have my finger on the mute no, right I mean, here, so, the, you the know... Thing, the thing about this is that this is one of those situations where the team is being so out there with what they're doing that there's not even anything to keep secret anymore. They're talking about it. The team's Twitter account is talking mm-hmm, about mm-hmm. them not playing players on purpose. It has mentioned it on Twitter. Not paying players on purpose? Correct. Okay, okay. The team's Twitter has talked about how it had, the team has not paid their players on purpose, how they specifically held PayPal accounts to not pay their players on purpose. And it, the person tweeting these tweets you know, says that there's somebody who didn't like the previous person who was in control of the team, and now that person's been kicked out, and now this new person is trying to make everything that the previous person loved die. Like, it's real dire stuff. It's, like, it's so it's so bad that the, the person who took over is like, yeah, not only is the previous guy, has he lost all his money, but, like, I hope his aunt dies. It's, like... What? Like, honestly, horrible things. Uh, and so... This has all happened. This has all come out in about the last week or so, maybe a little longer than that now. But this has been going on the lack of payment for months. So I'm not sure that there's terribly much to say about this other than that because I mean it's really it's just the stories out there. Literally go to their Twitter and just read through what the person controlling it has said, and you will understand what's going on. The players are talking about it publicly. It's really, it's really one of the most bizarre I mean, situations I've ever seen in esports. I just saw it's a tweet come horrible. out that was like, you know, he was like, "Oh, we're un- we're, we're replacing the management. We're doing this stuff." And someone said something mean to him, and the guy like that, the main account immediately just came back and was like, "What the f do you know?" Like yeah. blah blah blah, and just like was like completely unprofessional, instantaneously. Yes. You know, so that's what I've read as well. I've read all through that. Whatever complete morons in control of that stuff seems to believe that by kicking out the previous person who was in control, and now that they've taken it over, they seem to believe that all the contracts that were signed on behalf of the team by the previous person no longer have effect, because the previous person isn't there anymore. But that's not how businesses work. The way businesses work is that the business is who you have the relationship with Mm -hmm. and not the individual manager at the business. That's like an important part of business law and has been for hundreds of years. So if you are part of a business and person X screws up, sorry, person X bound, binded the company to some bad choice. And just because you didn't like what they did doesn't mean that that's not enforceable. It's still an enforceable contract. So this person is... Oh, just a complete idiot. I don't know what to say. It's just ridiculous. So, you know, I'm helping some of the players. Uh, we'll try to get their money back. I mean, we'll see just, how it goes. It's such an interesting situation. And, and, and you've even said on Twitter publicly as well, like if anybody has any experience with them or think about talking to them or whatever, just to talk to you first, right? Yeah. Right? So... But it's just, and, and people have approached me, and I, I appreciate uh, that. It's the craziest thing to me. I mean, obviously, I mean, the, the problem with this is that the story keeps happening over and over and over and over and over and over again. Here's this new, you know, sponsor group, 
They try to do something and then they don't pay people. They mm. overpromise, blah, blah, blah. Venture capitalists, all these things like that. And I mean, we just, it just, like you can't trust a lot of these groups, right? Sure. And we just have to do a better job of vetting these people, mm-hmm. making sure that we know who they are and who are trying to run these things, right? I mean, yeah. what the hell ever happened to Avid, right? You know, okay. I yeah. mean, you There's know, stuff like example. that, right? Uh, what was it? Like Chris T had like three sponsors that all like didn't pay him in a row or something like that. He just kept getting saddled with terrible contract over and over yeah. and over again with different groups and everything like that. You know, just these things keep happening to people. And, you know, I guess the question is, how do we prevent this from happening, right? I mean, can you sign a contract that says, you know, you are obviously the contract probably has it all in there. That's like you are legally obligated to pay what, you know, the person is owed and everything like that. But then the company goes bankrupt and then they don't have to pay it because they can declare bankruptcy or whatever like that. I don't know what the, how how it all works. Yeah, Yeah, see, I don't know how it works. But like, even if you put in those protections, it doesn't help because like these people aren't going to get their money. You know what I mean? That's what it feels like to me. You're right that this has happened too often, but I do think that it's happening less and less. Yeah. Uh-huh. I do think it's happening less and less. And although I've been doing law in the FGC and in larger esports, I started in 2010. It's been actually a full decade now. Mm-hmm. This might be the most egregious situation that I can recall. Because in the other situations where people didn't pay up, there were business reasons, and it was rarely the case that somebody on purpose didn't pay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, there definitely have been hucksters and jerks out there. But usually that's not true. But this case is just very blatantly like, yeah, we're trying to screw everything up for this business because we didn't like the previous guy. It's like very, <laughs> it's very uniquely bad, I would say. So, you know, we'll, we'll see what we can do. Uh, I'm not the only person trying to help. There have been other people who have tried to help. Um, one dude's, uh, what he was supposed to have gotten when well, he won a tournament, that tournament was supposed to send him to the last chance qualifier for final combat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the money for it went to the team because that was the deal it was a contract okay the team never gave him the money and never bought the ticket so he put up a gofundme and actually let me see how that did because i made these notes earlier today and i don't know what ended up happening with that uh, but he made a gofundme so he get to the lcq which is now in a couple of weeks from now um looks like he's oh idiot. he did it yeah okay so 300 dollars goal 400 dollars raised wow oh go. my god all right so sonic fox gave 230 dollars for that <laughs> and Tweety gave $60 for that. So, shout outs to people. Who, I mean, other people gave $20, quite a few other people did. So, literally, like 99% of it came from them, though. Oh, of the original goal. Of the original goal. Because 230 plus the 60 from Tweety is 290 out of the 300, mm-hmm. right? So, there you go. Man. Wow, that's for Deadly Rebel. I'm glad that that got funded. Uh, but, you know, yeah. people are trying to do what they could do to to continue to move on. And it's the I same mean, way with other players, but I mean, some of them are out a lot of cash. I mean, like, so. it's, just, it's just the same situation that we see in everything, right? It's like something pretends to try to help you, and then it doesn't work, and so you create a GoFundMe to take care of it instead, right? I mean, it's like the freaking American healthcare yeah. system all, all in, 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 in eSports, right? So it's just... Oh. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't know that we need to spend a lot of time on this because it's just a very. It's not a case that needs to be like delved into a lot. It's just like very blatant. Uh, yeah, 
But in any case, I mean, obviously, it makes me sad because, like, I'm the biggest Lost Soul fan in the world. And oh, I'll yeah, find out sucks, that he's part. Like, and I'm, there's a bunch of other players that I guess I'm not even aware of necessarily. But like, you know, uh, I mean. Lasol, I guess he's gonna have to try to go back to Justin Wong sponsorship right. again. Justin Wong has been one of the most genuine sponsors in the FGC so far. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. What's that in reference to? King Fossil. I don't know what the tweet's in reference to. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. It. But look, it should I be, actually, it should be taken I actually as a don't follow Lawsoul on Twitter. I don't follow a lot of people on Twitter. Yeah. I have nobody that I follow there. So make sure that if you're right, dang, Lawsoul's in here. <laughs> hey dude, make sure that if you're somebody who's interested in joining an esports team, make sure to do as much research as you can. I know, I yeah, know that yeah. it's it's flattering to just get offered a spot, but you need to research it as much as possible. Right. And Sometimes that's not possible. Sometimes you don't know that they're going to end up screwing you, but if you do a lot of research, you can at least minimize that chance. And yeah, and, and, and honestly, Shayon, I mean, that's absolutely true. Illusion is not the only problematic organ in FGC, but that's why I keep talking. That's why I'm kind of exasperated the yeah. way that I am. It's I happened. mentioned already that it's happened to so many people and that, you know, I don't want to see this happen to more people. I'm tired of seeing our players get taken advantage of. I'm also tired of seeing organizations think, oh, let's just go to the fighting game community because it's cheaper and it's an easy way into esports and stuff because I've heard that from some organizations That the FGC is? Yeah, mm. uh, and that's why sometimes they sponsor our players because they just think it's an easy ticket into esports kind mm -hmm. of thing like that to get your foot in the door kind yeah. of thing. And, you know, we just got to be careful of situations like that. We have to make sure, you know, these seats. It's funny because, like, I talk to players who get sponsored, and I always talk to those players. And I'm, one of the questions that I always ask them is, how is the sponsor treating you? Yeah. How is the sponsor treating you? And then they'll be like, oh, here's the guy who's sponsoring the team. And I'll say to them, I'm like... There's a lot of bad organizations out there. I want just to make sure that you guys are taking care of your players. Like, I don't even mince words with them nice. about it. You know, I just say that to them. I'm like, you know, I, I, I hope you take care of the players and stuff like that. And that's just kind of the situation right now. And, you know, I, I, I'm tired of seeing the players in the FGC get taken advantage of like this. I'm tired of seeing people you know, feeling like they get these opportunities and have these opportunities not pan out. And I agree. it's frustrating, so. It is frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I, hope, I hope someday we'll be rid of it, but I'm not sure that okay. we will. Like I said, I think this is one of the worst that I've seen. Okay. All right. What else do we got going on here? Other FGC news? Okay, let's get to it. So, <laughs> Tekken 7, Leroy got nerfed. Yeah, Leroy got nerfed, so... I mean, you knew that was coming. Did he get nerfed too much? Do you know? No, I, I don't know. I don't know, actually. I haven't seen any feedback on that part yet. Uh, but, I mean... I mean, at least Murray and Harada were like, Oh, okay, this is a problem. Mm. We'll fix it. And then, you know, they fixed it. I guess they did. Do you think he's still top tier even? Okay, that's cool. That's good, then. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, people said it's a good nerf, so he's not, like, destroyed that's or awesome. anything like that's that. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, so... Very nice. Uh, in additional patch-related news, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus will patch out the proximity OS and other yeah. unintended stuff. And I, I'm really hoping because right now, I mean, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus versus Fantasy Fantasy Versus whatever it is, uh, Grand Blue Fantasy Versus mm. has uh, right now. 
I, I talked about it before in a previous, you know, last week, how I said I kind of feel like there's this very ST factor in it because yeah, yeah. the characters are so different and the matchups are so wildly crazy. It's really generating this interesting take from a lot of fighting game players now that aren't familiar with this kind of fighting game in that people are reacting very quickly right now. I mean, Catalina was said to be really bad, and now she's considered one of the best, oh, right? Oh, wow, okay. Everyone's talking about how Gran is just broken because of the boot, and, like, he's, like, glue-eating, and, like, Chris G and Flo had this whole conversation about what were the most glue-eating characters in fighting game history wow. because of Gran, because okay. they started from Gran conversations and stuff. People have been complaining about Fairy for a long time right. already, right? It's weird. Like, I'm hard to press to see, like... I like everyone keeps saying how bad Lowane is, and like so I'm playing him, and I'm just like God, this character's terrible. But as I kept playing it, like I've started figuring things out a little bit okay. more. And he, the problem right now, honestly, is not that Lowane is bad. It's just that why play him when like Gran exists and he does everything Lowane wants to do, but like seven thousand times better. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? It's that Street Fighter Five syndrome where he just kind of erases the existence sure. of him. You know what I mean? Preemption. Yeah, and um. You know, I do hope they normalize some of the characters a little bit. Like, maybe nerf Grand just a tiny bit. Maybe nerf Fairy just a tiny bit. Okay. I hope they don't go overboard. Of course. You know, as Arxis has tended to do sometimes with uh, with uh, their balances with, like, Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue and stuff. You know, I hope that they can do it uh, nicely if they do have some balance changes in there as well. Okay. Because the, the one thing that... This was the same reason why when season three started and Abigail was like kind of broken and then that mid patch kind of normalized them a little bit. Yeah. The main reason why I was super happy about that was not because I thought Abigail was like, ah, I just didn't want the people who using those characters to be super discredited. You know what I mean? Mm. It's just, it will be nice if someone out there legit enjoys playing fairy and yeah. fairy is not like just, I can do everything character and then no one's going to give them credit for their win. You know what I mean? Kind of situation. So, What do you think about the idea that every character is broken in Grand Blue? Uh, do, you not, do you not agree with that? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. There's clearly some characters that are going to struggle more than others. Mm -hmm. Now, the idea that the good characters are a little more broken than... You know, like that, that a lot of the characters are broken in there... I think that is also kind of a little bit of where that ST field comes in as well, right? And to be honest with you, if Grand Blue Fantasy Versus was not touched balance-wise for 20 years, uh, it would get to the point where people would probably just be able to play it regardless. You know right, what I mean? Right, it's right. This, it would end up being the super turbo kind of situation, right? That. So funny. I could see that happening. Um, but obviously, in this day and age with money on the line and all this stuff, the Evo's coming up and everything like that, you want to give everybody an equal chance sure. regardless of who they pick to the best of your ability. Yeah. Balancing a game out perfectly is going to be impossible. Yeah, so, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. By the way, who was the glue-eatingest character ever in their opinion? They were naming a bunch of them. Uh, they had, I mean, some people, they named, like, Virgil as one of them. Oh, okay. I'm surprised they didn't mention Nako in CVS1. Oh. I've always thought that was the most glue-eating okay. character, like, one of the most glue-eating characters of all time. They said Season 1, Saberwolf. Oh, okay, okay, interesting. Um... Who else did they mention? Oh, they didn't um, say Hulk in Marvel Three. No, they didn't say Hulk really? in Marvel Three. They wow. didn't actually say that. They actually mentioned Wolverine before they oh, mentioned wow. uh, that uh, Cable, uh, Cable in MVC Two. Who else were they talking about? Um, 
I can't remember now, but there was definitely a few few of that. Yeah, uh, people uh, aren't complaining about Luane's boss character super showbiz because it's not good. In fact, the, the, the human pyramid is actually significantly better once you figure out how to play it. Makes sense. If you know how to fight the big giant boss... Now, granted, if the opponent has this much health left, then that one is the best because you will chip them to death. There's just basically no way to escape the chip death. But unless they have this much health, you want to go for the human pyramid one because it actually has a mix-up. Right? It actually has an overhead low mix-up, but the, the giant... I don't even know how the hell you pronounce her name. It's Y-G-G-D-R-A-S-I-L or something Yggdrasil. like that. Yggdrasil, is that what it is? Is that like the name of like a monster or something that... Was... I don't know the, what it, its place is in Grand Blue, but it's oh, okay. uh, originally like Nordic lore. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting. Okay, okay. It's the mother tree. But if you know how to fight it, 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 it like I've had people that I fought that I throw everything at them and they're just like spot dodge, spot dodge, and it just like does nothing. So it's actually not that broken, to be honest with you. They didn't say Vega in Super Turbo? They did. Okay. okay Vega in okay, Super Turbo okay. was definitely one of them. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was definitely in that list. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I said it was from... Oh, did I say Nordic rather than Norse? Whatever. Come on. You can, don't bust me like that. <laughs> Is it? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I know what it's from. Okay, okay. Uh, anyways, Dra- Dragon Ball Fighters. Sort of leaked info mm-hmm. coming out there. Limit breaking superpower. Yes. When you only have one character left, you automatically get a huge boost in your attack power. Uh, that may also mean a huge boost in your meter building because meter building's tied to right, damage output. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that just happens. It's not like an X Factor situation or like a Sparking situation where you can choose. The time for it, right? Right. It's just like your last character gets the buff. Mm-hmm. What do you think? That's uh, interesting. I mean, you're, if you remember in beta versions of Marvel 3, X-Factor could only be popped by one remaining character. Oh, is that so? Yeah, yeah in early beta versions that people were playing, you could only pop X-Factor that way. Okay. And then they just made it open because I think they kind of wanted to make it less of a comeback factor. Mm. Well, this is clearly just... Comeback factor. For sure. Here you go, and uh, I, it's an interesting choice. I mean, people are might be mad because it is such a blatant comeback factor. You know, it's it's basically like a racing rubber band, you know, racing mm-hmm. game rubber band kind of thing. Um, I will really have to see how much it changes, right? I've heard thirty percent, but I don't know if that's accurate. Okay, because the whole crazy thing about it is. Um, it would be worse if it was handled like X-Factor, okay. in which, hey, this character gets a 30% boost in speed, but this character gets a 0% boost in speed. You're because, right. you know what? Thor would be broken if he was too fast. But Virgil is fine exactly how he we buffed it. Like, if they make yeah. it a universal, at least that kind <laughs> of makes that okay. But at you. the same time... It's just, it's so blatant of a comeback factor that I don't know if people will like it. Because if you turn everybody into X-Factor Virgil, like, will people even give it any sort of credence for the victory that they obtained? You know what I mean? I mean, Sparking was supposed to be kind of that thing that you save it for your last character, maybe. But it just turned out Sparking was too useful in the middle of fights. You were better off trying to keep a character alive with Sparking than trying to use it. It wasn't like X-Factor, where it's just like, I murdered this guy in a five-hit combo kind of thing. So, And um, you'll see it every single game. 
Yes, and you'll see it every single You didn't single see X-Factor used well every single game. Sometimes mm-hmm. people wasted it, right? Some sometimes people just died some people before they could use it. it. Yeah, 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 totally. yeah. Uh-huh. But this one, you will see it every single game. Yeah, it's true. Actually, I really like what CT Smooth uh, 76 says. Whether FGC likes it or not, it's going to be a hell of fun to watch. It's Comeback factors are always good audience mechanics, terrible player mechanics. <laughs> That's what a that was a quote from Tragic from a long time ago yeah. when we were watching Vanilla Marvel on yeah. stage. He was like, "Best audience mechanic, <laughs> worst player mechanic," and it was absolutely true. So I'm not sure I agree, but <laughs> oh man. Well, all right. I guess we'll see what happens with that. That may come out on the 26th when the game launches, but it's like not I'm pretty sure it will. I, w- I would imagine it just has the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right. Voice actor Brian Hanford, who does V in Devil May Cry 5, said he's excited for the next Capcom VS game. Not only Capcom VS game, but in almost like an official hashtag Capcom VS. Hashtag Capcom VS. Capcom versus game. People went nuts. Mm-hmm. People really wilded it out. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe it that they were taking this so seriously and but then i did the same thing give me that hawkeye gift don't don't want don't give me hope same thing same thing and anyway of course he didn't know anything at all and he was just like look guys i thought saw there was like an instagram ad and i was like oh it'd be cool if there was a new versus game out now here's the worst part about it that that second tweet that came out though feels so much like a pr cap cop kind of Really? Yeah. To me, honestly... Do you think that he actually knows something still? I don't want to believe it. Okay, I okay, told okay, you, okay, I okay, don't okay. want to... Because I don't. The wording, I the wording of the tweet is just so interesting. Cause he, like, and this is somebody, of course, Devil May Cry, right? This right, is a voice is, actor. Is Dante coming to... V, V is coming. V, v, whatever, v, you know. right? Yeah, exactly. So, like, I mean, honestly, the way that he worded that tweet is so much like, no, guys, actually, it was because I saw this ad. I know nothing about upcoming games, which, you know, that already is probably a lie if he's in Devil May Cry 6 or whatever like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's so... Like, it's so opposite. You believe him. But here's the thing, right? I I don't want to believe him. I don't want to believe him. You think, well, not not him. You believe it, that there's a game that he, you think that there's a game coming, and that he basically confirmed it. No, I don't. (laughs) You do. I don't. I see. Okay, well, I actually don't. Right. I, I, I. I actually do not. I don't believe. I think he was just. He just, I mean, this is a voice actor, but, like, I don't think there's any reason for him to have thought while he was tweeting that, mm-hmm. that other people would think that he was confirming that right, there was yeah. a new game. I feel uh-huh. like that's just an innocent tweet, and he was just like, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'd be cool. Like, I've yeah. tweeted similar stuff. Yeah. You know? I don't uh-huh. know. I think, like, it's... Yeah, I've tweeted stuff before people are like, does no that mean deal. you know something? Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Now, the one thing that I did say, though, I, I said this on my stream. People hashtag uh, stuff, man. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, earlier, earlier this week on my stream, I mentioned, though, that if it is true, like, let's just say if, right? I really, really hope it's Capcom versus Capcom. Correct. I just don't want them involved in Marvel in any way. Yes, we'll miss Magneto, Storm, Sentinel. Yes, we'll miss a lot of the characters or everything like that. But 
as I've already said with the with the Smash situation, right? If you just keep it within house of Capcom, yeah. it's just that much easier to put it in Capcom Pro Tour. Yeah, it's just that much easier. I mean, it's probably even going to be tough to keep it in Capcom because I felt like they've had to get permission from like the creator of Amaterasu to put it in the. You know, like I think there's already like stuff like that in there, and you know, was didn't they say like the one of the battle designers for Virgil and Dante was like a big Devil May Cry fan. That's why they came out like so ridiculous in the games and everything like that so look just make a character pick a character i don't care who hard man is now hulk he's literally exactly the same character he has exactly the same moves are they just functions just make just double down (laughs) just double down on the functions? functions just double down on the functions can just you, double I, down on the functions, James. Airman is just Storm. Gutsman would just be Storm. the Gutsman would be the perfect Hulk, actually. Gutsman Guts would great, be great Hulk. Pick. Airman would not be a good Storm. No, no, that no, no. Airman is such a he's a clod, so you don't want he wouldn't be Storm. You'd have, you'd have to find someone. Just else. double down on the functions. In conclusion, that's all yeah, I want. Uh-huh. I think what this really had to say though was how much people want a new versus game and are willing to believe on even the slightest of evidence. Mm-hmm. Even just if the evidence isn't actually there, they can just read into the little TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I... such a desire for a new versus game. Mm-hmm. And I agree with them. I agree with them. Airman is completely a glue eater, dude. I mean... He, I don't know the lore well enough. He shoots tornadoes at you. You can try to jump through the pattern. Some of the patterns aren't avoidable that you're just going to get hit by a tornado. Then he jumps to the other side to shoot the other way. Okay. Right? But he doesn't jump far enough. Okay. He just lands there and turns around. Okay. And he shoots this tournament, and you're standing right behind him. Oh. And you're just, like, looking at him. And he, he can't, just, he just can't just hit you. Sh- oh, wow. He just keeps shooting him. And then he tries to vacuum, like, he blows you so that he tries to suck you kind of into him, but you just walk away. Okay. And he doesn't hit you, and so you just shoot him from the other side, and then he jumps back over there. So he's, like, okay, one of the so dumbest. he's a moron, basically. Yeah, he's an idiot. He's okay. an idiot. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, let's see what comes from that. And then, oh, Komono Michi 3 was announced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did. Pretty cool. Uh, one of the matches I'm really excited about is the Super Turbo match. Agreed. Uh, Kotaka Shoten Guile. Newer Guile. Versus Kurahashi. Old school Ryu. Ryu. And it's funny. Classic character matchup as well. So one of the best. I've been saying on my stream for years I've wanted to teach that matchup on my stream, right? And since I've started first attack again, I've already said, like two or three episodes from now, that's exactly what I'm going over because I'm gonna talk about distances Mm -hmm. and why and when you play a fighting game, why are distances so important? There's no better way to illustrate that than Guile versus Ryu, right? So uh, I'm. This is great timing, to be honest with you. I can't like. When is Kimono Michi happening? Do they have a date yet? Uh, they do. Mm, I don't know the exact date, here, but yeah. if if I can get through footsies this week in one episode, then the next episode will be distance and ranges, and I will definitely be talking about Guile versus Ryu. And uh, why that match in ST is one of the greatest matches. Not even just about like the characters, what they can do, but just literally because of the way that that match was ac- almost kind of accidentally 
done so that everything was the perfect range. So it says three, I would one. S- yeah, it's probably March 1st, I guess. March 1st, yeah. So it's. Oh, people in the chat are saying that already. Okay. Okay, so that's coming up soon then. Oh, man. So I got to do that on the, on the 27th then. Otherwise, I will not be able to get it out in time. So. Okay. All right, so that's going to be cool to watch. Uh, there's also Punk versus Infectious and, I don't know, some other one. It's cool that they have the uh, International. Yeah, it is, it is. It's cool it is. International, and uh, it seems like a lot of things are going international recently. Okay, so. all right, so yeah. the Street Fighter League captains were announced. Yes. And they are not just from... North America. In fact, it was just the U.S. last time. Mm-hmm, it wasn't just, mm-hmm. I mean, it was only United States. Now it's going to be the cap, cap the captains will be Punk from the U.S. Right. Hot Dog from Hong Kong. Yes. Problem X from Problem the U.K. Okay. Idom from the U.S. Yeah. Oil King from Taiwan and Big Bird from the United Arab Emirates. Right, and that's interesting because you know not only did they get people from all over the world, but even from the U.S. they have proper East Coast West Coast representation. Oh, what? I know. Yeah, but Punk's moved to NorCal. Yeah, Punk's moved to NorCal. He's been winning all the Wednesday night fights over there. So, yeah, there you go. That's right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, I think this is really cool. Those are great picks, of course. Yeah, I, that's super cool. Compelling people and players, both. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, though, that it's literally everything but Japan. So it seems like Japan is probably going to do their own Street Fighter League still. Okay. But then this is going to be everyone not in Japan, right? Because I mean, look at the look at the it's, it's Taiwan, Hong Kong, uh, the UK, and the United Arab Emirates, right? So it's like it's decidedly there's no Jap- Japanese players in there. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah. Three spots in Asia, two spots in North America, no European representatives. Yeah, that's true, huh? That's true, because Problem X is New York, right? So. Well, I meant because he's UK, and UK is not Europe. <laughs> uh, Ow! We, uh, if you go to StreetFighterLeague.com, they have an awesome write-up of all of the players. Like, it's a big, interesting article oh, about okay. a lot of stuff. Okay. I wonder uh, if... I, they did a really good job I with this. Was really, was really good article, that, to be honest. Yeah, I'll have to ask. I'll find out. Oh, man, Okay. Yeah, I saw your tweet recently or something about, like, you trying to study EU law for UK, but then we're like, oh, wait, I don't need to do that. (laughs) Okay, so what happened was I had a legal issue, and I know a lawyer in the UK, and we've talked sometimes, Uh and this was for something that was going on in Germany. So it was like, it was going to be EU law, basically. Mm -hmm. And my first thought was like, oh, let me ask my lawyer friend in the UK. And then my second thought was... (laughs) (laughs) God damn. So, you know. Dreamhack Anaheim is this weekend. We'll be be there. there. That's right. Street Fighter is what we'll be commentating. We're doing some Street Fighter commentary. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. Uh, And, by the way, registration is still open. It closes tomorrow. So, if you're going to be in the area, in Anaheim... Yeah, or thereabouts. Yeah, go check it out. Hang yeah, out. It's gonna be fun stuff. It's Meet not, a lot of games there. Yeah, I was just gonna say it's not just Street Fighter. Let me bring up the link for you, folks at home. It's gonna be Street Fighter and Smash Bros. Ultimate, Smash Bros. Smash Bros. Melee, Uniclear, Tekken Seven, and Pokémon. Okay. By the way, someone did link a tweet in the chat 
I said, uh, DBFZ, I don't know where this, uh, who, uh, uh, I don't know where they're getting the information from, but they said, DBFZ limit break is a 10% buff according to my calculations. Mm. The total damage buff in the following link on Gohan's level 3 is 30%. Sparking currently buffs your damage by 20%, making limit break a 10% buff. So, uh, I guess it just buffs you by 10%? Not sure. Okay. Is that how percentages work? I mean, maybe the, I don't see. That's the part I'm trying to figure <laughs> out. Like, I'm like, wait, hold yeah. on. But uh, they did it apparently. I guess through the video. I think they just like saw the damage that uh, it was doing or, or something like that. So okay, well, yeah, damage could, values could change anyway. Yeah, but if it's only ten percent, that's not terrible. Yeah, that's definitely livable. It's not like like I said, Virgil kills you in six hits all of a sudden. Right, you know, right, 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 for sure. Thing, so. In addition, this week, the Combat Cup is continuing. Again, they got 10,000 viewers watching them over the weekend for mm -hmm. Mortal Kombat, um, which is super cool. And then this week, they will have um, three people that qualify, and then they're going to have a grand final, and winner of that will get a free trip to the last chance qualifier at Final Combat in early March. Okay, okay. Um, so check that out. That'll be on twitch.tv slash destroyerfgc Wednesday night. All right, that's all I got. That's all. Nothing, no big news today. <laughs> Just gonna go, you know, go play some video. I guess we'll see. Maybe maybe they'll have Mortal Kombat casuals there. We'll see what happens. <laughs> How did you do last week at the Mortal Kombat event at Worlds Collide? James, I said at the beginning of this year that my goal was to get top four at a local mm -hmm, or mm -hmm. to get out of pools at a major. That right. was my goal for the entire year. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, well, mm -hmm. last weekend at the World's Collide local for Mortal Kombat 11, I won the whole thing. And nice. I didn't lose a single game. <laughs> also, there were four people. So if, if you would like to come play Mortal Kombat with us, Please do. We're going to do it again next Monday. Thanks a ton to Shankar, who's in the chat, for organizing it and hanging out. It was super cool of you to do that. Yeah. Um, much, much obliged for that, and I'm looking forward to the next one. Again, if you're so in you made SoCal, top four then, right? By entering. Make, by entering. I, correct. I did make top four. So, <laughs> you know, I think that I probably can't really include that in my calculations. <laughs> no, no, but, yeah, I think that... But still, again... It was great to play offline MK for a few hours and mm -hmm. really cool to meet up with people there. And thanks a lot again to Shankar for organizing it. You know, it was kind of an interesting discussion that we had a little bit before the show started. It's like, you know, because Mortal Kombat's netcode is so good that maybe there's not as many offline gatherings and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, ah, oh God, I don't even want to ask this question. Never okay. mind. I'm not even going to ask it because I'm so mad. You got it. Still, so never mind. You got it. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, no, no, because I was just about to say it was like, uh, what, was that Mario Kart? Hmm? No, hell? I don't know. Oh, I just went to the front page of Twitch. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, well, um, 
Is that all you have for the day then? Yeah, that's it, man. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, I mean, Uniclear comes out in two days, right? In America, or is that only in Japan? Is Uniclear released? Is that only? It's definitely a James question. Uh, that is a good question here. Both, yeah. So it comes out in both. So I don't need to import it. So I th I'm pretty sure I could just get it over here right now. So, yeah, yeah. So I'm just gonna get it here. So uh, and I'm super happy for that. I really want to get back into that game, and having it on on the on the Switch is gonna be very nice. Oh, I see. It's out in Japan right now. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I I can wait two days. <laughs> well, you think I have to wait a month? I mean, come on. Nah. Jeez. By the way, we've been putting out more articles on our Patreon account, and my last one there was about how I am holding off on buying Grand Blue Fantasy Versus until it comes out in North America, and my reasons why. We're basically like, look, I don't feel like I can really pay attention and learn actively more than two fighting games at once due to other, oh, right. other okay. reasons. So I'm going to buy Grand Blue, and I'm looking forward to like messing around with it. It seems like a fun enough game that I'm going to definitely play, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but... I'm not going to take it seriously, so that's my answer, uh, but check that out if you're curious. You, yours uh, about Samurai Shodown came out on our mm -hmm. website, so it's publicly available now. You wrote about why you like uh, the Sam Show, and then we'll have another article this coming weekend. Yep. So I'll have to write something up for that as well. Yep. So <clears throat> Check it out on our Patreon.com slash TV if you are curious. Thanks a lot to everybody who has been... Uh, supporting us on there. We've actually gotten a bunch of more patrons yeah. since we've started being a little bit more active about doing stuff. Uh, if you're somebody who's a patron as well, keep in mind that if you're on one of the tiers, you can get us to like teach you how to play fighting games or how to like like we'll analyze your gameplay for you or your commentary yeah, or something. We had someone who uh, happy joined, to do that, but nobody's taking us up on it. Yeah, they joined at that level. They even DM'd me and they were like, "Oh, so how do we make this work?" I was like, "Send me a match that you want us to analyze." Yeah. And then I never heard back from them again. So. But again, happy to do that. Please do. <clears throat> um, where did I put this picture? Because I had the, I had uh, it's a little out of date now, but I definitely had a Patreon list. Oh yeah, here we go. So this was the this this might be a little out of date with with the new ones that we've gotten, but this is the the current list of uh, patrons that we have here that are on the level that we shout them out on the show. Huzzah! So shoutouts to Ashley Young, Nat Chua, Scott Tatum, Dylan McGahey, <laughs> Good uh, luck. Glenn Fayard, Sang Lee, Wai Xiao, David Bui, Gun Griffin, Brandon Padraj, Doc Fugu, and Muddleweight. High five, um, all. And some of those guys have been patrons of ours for a very long time, so shout-outs to them. Shout-outs. Thank Thanks you. a lot, everybody. Thank you very much. All righty. All right. Uh, I guess that's all I have, then. We're, you're heading to Worlds Collide right now? I'm going to go play some fighting game. I don't know. Maybe by the time I get there, it'll be in the cold, cold ground, but we'll see. Right, right. Well, you're heading to Worlds Collide. I'll be at Worlds Collide. Yeah, and uh, my world has collided. <laughs> oh, boy. And... Uh, I'll be sitting here and just a fuming. God. I'm gonna be hugging some cats. Mm -hmm. Gonna be hugging some cats. You All see right. her try to run. You see her try to bolt. She was like, "Oh my god, he's coming to grab me." Yeah, mm -hmm. she is not happy right now. Oh. <laughs> Jasmine is all of us tonight. Yeah, exactly. No better way to cap. No better way to cap. You better tweet him out or burn yeah, him out. Yeah. Okay. All right.
song I will leave it on the sad part of the song yes it's a good call yes did you see this one that's a good one it's a good meme yeah alright worlds collide oh by the way check it out it will be on twitch.tv slash commander jesse yeah commander jesse's cmdr jesse is where you can find it and they'll start streaming pretty shortly yep